0: The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt, so get ready, nerds, because we're talking 80s video game movies. Welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast, where we talk about 1980s.
1: Move, movies about video games so, so they're technically movies about playing video games
0: it's a very complicated genre
1: <laughs> but we're gonna break it
0: down for you today
2: guess whose idea this was
0: <laughs> i am joined as always by my fantastic panel of nerds vader is off doing some family business so tom is our stand-in today welcome sir What's- welcome back yeah, thanks, man.
3: Uh, it was really fun watching these movies. Really a trip down memory lane for me. So it was a, it was a good week for me.
0: I'm glad to have you here. Man. Oh, man. It's, it's a always pleasure.
3: a pleasure. A, I wore a special shirt. I just, see that. Uh, just Stockholm
0: Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm. Love it.
3: Yeah, I, I was wearing this a while back, and this girl was looking. At, oh, Jude, you were there mm-hmm. with the hostess, and she was like,
2: yeah, we went she to was a Highland like, Femmes concert.
3: Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> That's amazing. When did you get that shirt? What's a Stockholm? <laughs> I'm not, I'm That's not so joking. Much. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. She was real dumb. She was <laughs> real pretty and real dumb. Oh, it, was yeah. like a, it was like a perfect combination. Yeah, yeah. We Where'd went to that? a
2: Thai restaurant before we went to a yeah. concert, and we were like, oh, what do you recommend? We've never been here before. And she's like, have you had fries? We have really good fries. And I was like, I guess we'll get the fries.
0: <laughs> Jude is also here (laughs) welcome to the show how are you doing
2: I'm good thanks how are you
0: I love your valley girl impression it's amazing (laughs) so good they were good french fries (laughs) they
2: they actually were they were good they were called
0: Thai fries Um, the food there was very good (laughs) she was dumb but she was right
4: yeah Uh,
1: Matthew Katie is also here welcome sir this is your week buddy yeah so I chose the movies for this week I chose the theme and it was basically just an excuse because I wanted to do the last starfighter and I was Mm -hmm. like what other movie kind of go with this and so this was a real trip down memory lane because I remember watching like all these movies growing up and stuff like that. So it was fun to get to revisit uh, all of them. And uh, I think only one of the movies didn't really hold up uh, from what I remember. So, you know, it'll be fun to talk
0: about. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So the movies for this week, guys, it's going to be war games starring Matthew Broderick, uh, the wizard starring Adam Savage and the last (laughs) Adam Adam... Savage. Isn't it Adam Savage? Fred Savage. Adam Savage is the guy from MythBusters. Oh fuck. Yeah. Very different guy. (laughs) The Ginger? Yep. Oh, I fucked that one up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoops! Fred Savage, American Treasure. That's Fred why Savage? we don't do the podcast live, everybody. Adam was <laughs> <laughs> like, he's such a poser.
2: Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is Adam, fuck. How did I like get Fred, Fred in, Savage? Fred Savage. In your defense, you hate
3: anything with kids in it. So Fred Savage is not something you're interested in. He's not an icon of mine. No, for me. For the sure.
0: only movie I'd like him in is fucking uh princess bride
2: because he stays in bed the whole time <laughs> he, he does this do
3: shit because yes. <laughs> he may or may not
0: die at the end like he's dead, right good stupid kids
4: <laughs> okay
0: i need to just start that off from the beginning so okay. you just keep that on no. No, oh, no no no. we can't do that. i like this energy just keep it going okay <laughs> fucking fred savage whatever uh, and then last is um, oh, last star The last starfighter, who I don't know the main star from that movie. There's either. nobody. In the movie. Did you
2: recognize anyone in that movie from another movie we re- we have reviewed that we have the movie poster for? That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah, the chick is the chick from the Night of the Comet. No shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, she looks weird Catherine
2: different. Mary Stewart. Oh, nice. I love her. Okay, cool. I follow her on IG.
3: She's the <laughs> she's the only notable person in any way in that movie.
0: Uh, all right. So before we get into it, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive super deep into war games.
4: What's that place you've always wanted to try Well, you're there sharing plates with just one bite or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good when you're with Amex. It's not if it's going to happen, but when American Express don't live life without it.
2: Planning on traveling this summer?
0: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you want to support the podcast, get some awesome merch in return, go to saltynerdstore.com. There, you can get access to our limited edition Global Dynamics t shirt that is in honor of the TV show Eureka. It's only available for about two months and then it's going to disappear forever. So, head over there, grab the t shirt before it goes away, and help support the podcast. And also, if you want to know why we're referencing that, it's from our club members only section where we review uh, classic sci fi TV shows. The month of March is dedicated to. Eureka, and uh, we wanted to honor that show by making a t-shirt for it, so if you wanna grab it, uh, limited access, and don't forget, type the code SALTY in at the checkout for 10% off on your purchase. All right, first movie on our list, War Games, starring uh, Matthew Broderick. Take it away, Jude, what's this movie all about?
2: 1983, War Games, rated PG with a runtime of one hour, 54 minutes. This had a budget of $12 million. What do you think this brought into the box office, Alex?
3: Um 75 million. Yeah, I was gonna say 60. Yeah, 60 sounds
1: right.
2: 124 million dollars. No. This was a hit. This
1: is before Bueller, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Good for him. Yeah, this was actually Matthew Broderick's first movie. This is his first ever movie? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, him and Ali Sheedy. I don't think Ali Sheedy had done anything before this either. I don't but, think so either. Because yeah. this this was before the Breakfast Club. Yeah. This is like his
4: man.
0: Broderick is so good I know. in this heyday in like the 80s when he was freaking Broderick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still good now. I've seen him recently in a zombie movie. He was freaking hilarious. Oh, I saw that Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla
3: 1998? Oh. That movie was great. Oh, <laughs> my God.
4: Alex loves that movie. <laughs> it was a
0: dinosaur.
4: Because everything like
0: Jurassic Park dinosaurs. <laughs> Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jude, take it away.
2: Okay. Poor Matthew Broderick can't catch a break in biology class. Between arriving late and getting kicked out by shitty Mr. Liggett, it's no wonder he's failing, but who needs to study and pass exams when the dopes in the principal's office think that a new password is all they need to keep the grades safe? Ferris Bueller's up to his old tricks again, changing grades and hacking into the Department of Defense. He just wants to impress Allie Sheedy by switching her grade and tinker around with the whopper a con- a computer that's definitely not a delicious cheeseburger. <laughs> Thinking he's hacked into Protovision, a computer gaming company, he inadvertently starts World War III when he asks the computer Joshua to play Global Thermonuclear War. He's popping bombs off at Las Vegas, rude, Seattle, and a bunch of other major U.S. cities, and it's all good fun until the DoD shows up and throws him in the back of a van. Next thing you know, he's in Colorado in deep shit. 16-year-old high school student David Lightman is obviously a spy working for the Russians in cahoots to start a war. Only challenging the computer to a game of tic tac toe can prove his innocence and stop Joshua from unlocking the launch codes and turning the war simulation into actual war. Discuss.
3: You're you're real tongue in cheek with that. This is a
0: very serious
4: movie. Listen, listen, (laughs) listen.
3: Serious implications.
0: I have never seen this movie before. This is my first watch.
4: Uh, I
3: figured. Yeah, I hadn't seen it as a kid. Uh, It was too. It was too old for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like too mature for me. I mean, when it came out, I was three. I mean, it's also PG. Yeah, well, that's why you didn't say it. <laughs> but you know, it's you needed
2: I, parental guidance. Yeah, but it's one of those movies <laughs>
3: that, like, when you
0: turn 15, like, you're like,
3: "Oh yeah, War Games. I've heard of
0: this." See, like, my perception of what this movie was is not at all what I got. Oh, like, what did you
2: think it was going to be? Good, yeah,
0: that's a good question. Yeah, uh, so my never seeing it before, I've just oh Matthew Broderick in that War Games movie from the 80s, right? That's like that. Okay, so I figured honestly, my thought was he was completely Adam Brod Adam Broderick. Jesus, I can't get names right today. Uh, Matthew Broderick's character the whole time was just um, ignorant of what was happening. and I, I thought he was literally playing a video game on his computer that was somehow translating to the real world where he was actually launching, launching missiles and like causing a World War III. And he played the game to completion to the point where he like was a stalemate or something happened where it ended up being okay. That's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> no, not, no, no. It's, it's it's all it's At all a first. simulation. It's like all simulation. Yeah, and he's aware of what's going on. He knows that the computer is playing this game. So, like, I thought for sure that he was just going to like spend the whole time in his house playing a video game against this computer unknowingly causing freaking all kinds of havoc oh, in the no. world oh no he goes from like seattle to i, yeah, I know to he globe trots
4: for you know, a while just
0: back, <laughs> in the back seat of a car just here we're just going back and forth you want two tickets to paris you got yeah. two tickets to paris and yeah. then
2: they're like who are you going to paris with yeah. who
0: are you leaving there
2: yeah. <laughs> so that was my Is I- it your russian handler <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my idea going into this movie and i was actually really pleasantly surprised at how different it was than what my perception was all these years of of being A and as actually being B, so I had a ton of fun with this movie. It was oddly on point for what's going on in the world right now. Which is a little. Who knew when we picked it? Yeah, I added like a really weird layer to it. When I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. The first place he wants to bomb is Las Vegas. Las
4: Vegas. Las Vegas. Great. Yeah. Like, thanks, bro.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: all three of these movies have Nevada references, which is super weird. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: All weird. Like, why? It's that West Coast, California, the tri-state, right? California, yeah, they, Nevada, like, Utah. What, was it
3: Wizard, they really want to go to Reno. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, they want to bomb Las Vegas. Uh, and in uh, Last Starfighter, they the, the machine was supposed to go to Las Vegas. Yep. just mm-hmm. weird that all three of these movies mention Nevada in some way. It's mm-hmm. interesting. It is.
2: Interesting. It's all part of our Matrix. Yeah. It's all
3: goddamn... Tied together, <laughs>
0: <laughs> conspiracy. Tom, he's losing his brain.
3: Goddamn algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so Candice, uh, why don't you tell me? Uh, we know you you picked uh, the last Starfighter because I know you love that movie, and you wanted to pick something in the same vein.
1: So tell me what made you think of uh, War Games? So th- this was a movie that growing up, it so it essentially it started the whole like young kid hacker, um, you know. Like, like genre, I guess you'd call it.
3: Was there a hacker before this? No. Yeah,
1: I didn't think like, so. Like, like basically, this movie came out um, just as computers were starting to get mm-hmm. wide adoption. Eighty three. Yeah, yeah, and and no one had ever made movies about computers before. And so, like, um, just to give you like a little bit of context for this movie, this movie was so influential in the sense that like governments passed laws after seeing this movie. Oh, no way. Yeah. (laughs) I can believe believe it. That's cool. Schools
3: stopped writing their passwords down. It's super (laughs) Skynet-y forward thinking. It really is. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So so basically, um, you know, the military was adopting um, computer technology, but, it was so early on in the computer phase that, like, um, you know, they didn't have like default passwords. It was mm-hmm. just like you had to create a password, um, otherwise anyone could just access the system, and so like, um, you know, it was really easy to like break into computers back then. And when this movie came out, it was screened for Ronald Reagan up at uh, Camp David. And Reagan was like, I love this movie, but it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Can we get like some legislation passed to make sure that like hacking is illegal? Because when this movie came out, like hacking wasn't illegal. And yeah. I, I don't think it it was illegal until like the early 90s, which is when like uh, Congress actually got up and passed a bill based off of what they saw in this yeah. movie. Fucking
4: Reagan,
2: what a guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Banning drugs, yeah. computers. What yeah. a dick. Yeah. What a
4: dick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so, so like th- this movie actually like was the basis for all of our very early um cyber security stuff that that the government decided to do and um it, it's kind of funny because when they were making this movie um they wanted to you know take a tour of norad to try to see like what it looked like so they could build the sets for this movie and you know obviously like they were like oh you can't tour norad because it's top secret mm-hmm. so they went out and they built like the set for NORAD, which had like all these huge screens in it and like this huge war room. And it's kind of funny because like um, after this movie came out, um, you'd have government officials who would take tours in NORAD. And they're like, this isn't as impressive as I thought it would be. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, have you seen war games? They're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we're, we're not war games. <laughs> and, and, and so like uh, the, the director, John Badham, uh, who made this movie, uh, he's very proud of the fact that like his NOrad is way cooler than like the actual norad. That's funny. um but like it, it is interesting uh the context at which like this this movie was made because, like, no one knew anything about computers, mm-hmm. and if you look at the technology It's that, super uh,
3: obvious. Yeah,
1: if you, if you look at the technology that this movie has, like you, you actually have like the rotary phone that you yeah. put like the thing on. Mm-hmm. It's all based off of the tone. Yeah, that was super cool. She's like, mm-hmm. the
2: computer talks. Oh,
0: she was so freaking amazed that the little voice came out of the box. She's like, oh my
2: thought God. thought she was gonna kiss the speaker. Like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> 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 like, oh, you're so
0: cute. This is 1983. I don't was, know, but this is there, all new. There was four channels on TV back then, <laughs> and this kid's like hacking into NORAD. It's pretty dope. Love it. Honestly, like this old school style of hacking where you're, you're looking at just lines of of code on a screen, that's probably the most accurate depiction of hacking yeah. since this 1980s. Because yeah. yeah. ever since then, they all go super stylized and they have like 17 screens. It's all like Matrix style. It's or, all vertical now. Yeah, or like yeah. Swordfish from and, uh, with uh, what's the uh,
1: supercomputer Whopper <clears throat> in this movie. It's actually based off of the real supercomputer that um, the military was using it that was called burger brgr <laughs> and, and so like they, they just changed it to whopper like um, a
0: burger king like the whopper yeah very, oh my god
1: very tongue-in-cheek <laughs> yeah. um and it's kind of funny because like you know you watch this you know in 2022 and you see like all these huge actors and this like this movie has like a great cast to it uh-huh. so okay. like the opening scene where like we, we see like a a missile silo um, a young Michael Madsen mm-hmm. yeah. and shows up. Unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah. I, like at first, like Jude was like, is that Michael Madsen? I'm like, no. Yeah.
2: He was like, nope. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I looked it up and I was like, "Oh my god, I've been I've been right about something." <laughs> yeah. In the same room as Kadish? <laughs> but, but, but
1: this movie also introduced a lot of like uh, kind of computer lingo, like um for instance firewall. This is the mm. first instance of of the term firewall mm. in regards to like a computer security thing um, being used in, in cinema. There's a great scene in here where where you have um like uh, what's his name? I, w- I want to call it, uh Mori Chaiken uh, and um and Eddie Deesden as uh, as these two like kind of like computer programmers who were like super nerdy and well, project's Project. friends yeah, that he yeah, goes and yeah. sees. He, okay, he, he goes to them to to learn about the back door. Yeah, and nobody like again another <laughs> computer term
0: <laughs> quagmire over here. Yeah. So All right. I, I want to mention something about this because like the back door. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not like a computer. Wh- I don't know a ton about freaking computers. I know enough to use them. That's about it. Um. When, when movies nowadays reference like, oh, I've, I've got the key to the back door, blah, 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 in computer lingo, whatever, I've never really known exactly what that means. This is the first movie where they said, oh, a back door is basically a separate login that bypasses all of the security measures that the originator has in case he needs to get in uh, to fix something and they can't get past their own security or whatever. Like, I don't know why, but for me, that was just a light bulb moment. I was like, oh, that's like the most simplest yeah. explanation I've ever heard. And I loved it. It was awesome. Don't you love a good, simple explanation? I do.
3: (laughs) It's like a a real thing. If they overcomplicate the answer, they don't know what they're talking about either. Yeah, yeah. So this is like very early on. I mean, there's not a lot of bells and whistles. It's just, oh yeah, it's just a separate password. You can Mm -hmm. get into the back door. Yeah, the
1: the actual um, writers of this movie, Lawrence Lasker and Walter Parks, um, they kind of befriended a lot of these early hackers to like learn about what's possible? Like, what can they do? And, um, you know, that kind of translates to like all the computer learning that we're seeing in this movie where basically they run um, Whopper through all these simulations let me tell you, nonsense hacker movies would be a great week. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, have you seen the net
3: lately? But, but, <laughs> but,
1: but the, these writers, um, you know, they became so well versed in, in the hacking scene that they went on to write another movie called Sneakers with Robert Redford. They remember City Sneakers. K. Sneakers was good yeah, too. Yeah, and, and so like that was another thing that they applied this knowledge to. But the, this movie was like so influential in the 80s. Uh, when it comes to like computers and stuff like that. And that's kind of like the, the weird theme for all these movies is that video games and computers were so new in this era in which they were making movies that um, it's just kind of interesting, like how far we've come and like looking back on these things we we kind of snicker about like how rudimentary they are. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know, dude, Uh Broderick's- freaking uh his bedroom with all the i was like i don't know what any of that shit does <laughs> <laughs> i'm still confused <laughs> all of which you could get at radio shack yeah exactly oh, do you remember radio shack hell yeah i remember oh, radio shack and loved radio shack they, they had
3: all kinds of cool stuff in the back you had yeah. no idea what it was in the worst remote control cars you could buy you could
1: literally build anything you wanted oh yeah,
3: yeah. it was amazing you could I, definitely I, hack
0: the
1: mainframe. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so speaking of, of radio shack um john badham who directed this movie Originally the uh, director who was set to do this was Martin Brest, but he kind of like fell out right before production started, so John batten came in and he directed the Short Circuit movies. Yeah.
4: Oh, and yes. uh,
1: he also did Saturday Night Fever, Stakeout, Bird on a Wire, The Hard Way, Point of No Return, like like he has like a very impressive filmography and this was like his first like big movie i think uh before this he was just directing uh tv movies but whenever i think of radio shack i think of short circuit too (laughs) oh yeah johnny five breaks into a radio shack and gives himself an upgrade (laughs) oh he upgrades his big time man (laughs) it's a mohawk and ali
2: sheedy's in that too
1: is she oh, really? Oh, yeah. Out? Dude, oh my God. How, how gorgeous is Allie Sheedy in this movie? She's
2: so pretty. And everyone is so believable. And, like, I love the chemistry between uh, Matthew Broderick and ali Sheedy. And they're just so, like, believable and cute and adorable.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. She came off kind of thirsty for him, though. Like, I didn't find that very believable. Well, he turned her off pretty
3: hard with his, like, aggressive, like, Crimes he was committing, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day
1: she like she like fluffed Actually, they, her hair up a little they, bit. They, and they weren't like, illegal at that time. That's a good point. Well, there's yeah. no such thing as
3: illegal. It's just well, there's no such thing as legal, <laughs> just illegal. So it's like, but
2: she didn't want to get caught and yeah. then get in more trouble with switched grade.
3: But then she was upset about the D. And then she went, Oh, it's an A. Uh-huh.
0: So, so there, oh, she, well, that was personal. He catfished her with that. I know. <laughs> like, that was a good moment.
3: <laughs> oh no no he,
4: yeah, he, he
2: he oh he could was. have said I already changed it back at the he didn't know. he played but it, was, it like, up. Why don't you oh, come yeah. over? Yeah. yeah. Oh
3: no no he definitely knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he is a genius. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. freaking uh, Ferris Bueller. right? Oh, yeah, mean, yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: Right. And then yeah. after that, she was just like, "Well, now we're just buddies." Yeah.
3: Is that what happened at the end? I didn't see that ending.
2: Well, their lives were on the line.
1: Oh
3: yeah.
2: America was on the line. It's like an
3: aphrodisiac unto itself,
4: right? <laughs> sure. He's yeah, the ultimate know, aphrodisiac.
1: In, in the original ending for for the script, um, basically Matthew Broderick got hired by NORAD to be their computer expert after yeah, all this happened. he
4: should have. Well,
1: that probably
3: is what would happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's mm. the guy that figured it out, right? Oh, he would become a, gay, a government agent in a heartbeat. He's working for the CIA right oh, now. yes. He's 100%. listening to this podcast. It's very <laughs> excited. Yeah, before yeah, it's he, even he, out. He
1: became the assistant to the uh, the computer scientist that created um, Joshua mm. and the... Um, and then, like he went on to, like you know, um, be in charge of Norway. You yeah. I mean the and guy yeah. that faked his own death? Yeah. yeah, I think that was really easy back in like
3: nineteen
2: eighty three. Uh huh. Just oh, like, I'm, I'm dead now. You just
0: don't yeah. have a phone line, and yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, I guess he's dead." Yeah, yeah. I think And think
2: so. You know who's out of a job? That shitty biology teacher that tells everybody. <laughs> okay, listen, failed. listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm That's watching. A power I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah. Holds up the F in front of the whole class and says, you don't pay attention to class, do you? And by the way, he gave the test back to everybody else.
3: He was uh-huh. holding those. Uh-huh. For yeah. For a moment to
4: to a
0: <laughs> He was
3: planning I mean, Teachers
1: that. in the 80s were brutal. They were uh-huh. ruthless.
0: Just slapping but them. In this guy in particular, I'm watching this movie and I'm sitting there. I'm going, this dude looks like he belongs in Sopranos. Like he
1: looks like one of the freaking Soprano like goons or whatever. Was he? He kind of looks like he should be. So so in this scene that you guys are talking about, where like basically Matthew Broderick's kind of like staring down like a, a science teacher that he doesn't like, uh the, the teacher's asking the classic question. It's like, you know, what kind of organism uh, reproduces without <laughs> sex? <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Broderick, uh, he has this line where he's he's like your wife. Yeah. And um, and you know, it was it was a, uh, kind of like the, this funny gag in the script, but like um, when they were shooting it um the the director hadn't warned the crew about you know what the punchline was and so when matthew brodick said the line the laughter you hear in the movie is the the film crew the production crew that. yeah oh whoa
4: lo- your wife <laughs> get out that
0: when when I, when I find out
4: weird yeah like, oh, I, like
0: it, that noise wasn't supposed to be there it's always funny when i like i find out like fun facts like this when uh like directors will purposely hold back information from the rest of just so that they can have a moment of like genuine whatever whether it's like terror or like ridley scott did with the burster he didn't tell anybody that was going to pop out of his chest right and they just came on set and they said okay he's going to be sick for a minute and then this freaking thing comes at him and they all freak out that's genuine like I love it when directors do that kind of stuff. Cause it's so fun.
3: You know, we're, we're watching it right now while we're talking and you're, you're talking about the genuine moments that like blew your mind in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay right now the dad is buttering a piece of bread oh, <laughs> he, he's buttering this piece of bread for like 20 minutes and I'm like who the hell needs that much butter on a piece of white bread and then he takes the corn and rubs it in the butter on the bread mind blown yes. Like, yes. like Talk honestly, about science holy shit i never Jude, thought Jude, of that Jude
1: when she saw that she was really like that's brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> he's pepper done this shit before <laughs> that dude knows how to butter his oh corn now God. we know where matthew brodick's character got his genius from yeah oh genius yeah.
0: absolutely his dad he's a quiet guy well these <laughs> these boomer parents in this Bo- 80s movies are freaking hilarious oh, they're yeah. so clueless about everything but they're just like everything's great honey how you doing okay yeah, yeah uh this freaking teenage girl comes over to their house yeah what do you want I'm here to see uh, what's his name? She's all sweaty. David. David. I'm here to to see David. And he's like, oh, he's upstairs in his room. Go ahead. Hey, have you ever, what do you ask her like a Sudoku question or some shit? Have you
2: ever heard of the word tumulus? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. It was such a weird, (laughs) just doesn't give a shit. It's a fun movie. It's um, a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's a good movie. But I'm so glad that you brought up the butter scene because I'm sitting here. Like, I don't give a shit. It blew my mind. (laughs) I didn't give a shit what was going on with the dialogue in that scene. I completely lost focus on the movie, and I was watching. I'm like watching
3: buttering be- that bread forever.
0: Before the Ooh. camera even focused on the bread, I'm just watching. I'm like, why is he? He's got like an inch of bread, a butter Dude. on a freaking piece of bread. And then the camera finally like pans
2: over. To the story? Was, <laughs> man,
1: screw the rest of the movie. What is going on with that but butter? <laughs> but then the punchline is that the corn on the cob is raw. <laughs> it
4: what?
1: was such a you
4: what? can just taste. <laughs> say- Oh my God! Oh,
2: isn't it wonderful? So crisp.
0: Of course, it's crisp. It's raw. He's like, I got a vitamin D for you right here. It was a. It reminded me of like a like a scene from uh, Better Off Dead or something. Like that's the kind of shit that
3: <laughs> that his
0: parents would do in that movie. Yeah.
3: It's something I do love about
0: like especially early
3: eighties movies. It, it's um, it's it's really like a time machine. Like it's mm. a time capsule. You're, oh, you're, for you're, sure like that whole raw food thing that was a real movement yeah, yeah that was a big deal like all the hippies were like okay everything needs to be raw I and mean, and and this and, and they had no <laughs> idea what they're talking about and,
1: and speaking of time machines so like there's a scene where David gets arrested by like the DOD in, in yeah. this episode. And he's walking in front of the most 70s McDonald's I think I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my life. Like, like it's all wood paneled and yeah, stuff. The oh, Yeah, yes. Yeah. So the the wood-paneled 7-Eleven and uh, there's a plastic fry guy out there. <laughs>
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think I read somewhere that like the 7-Eleven and and the um the insurance agency that that's there. It's still in that like wood panel building, but the McDonald's got upgraded. So like it's, it's now a modern McDonald's, but I I was looking at those buildings. I was like, man, there's nothing more eighties than those things. Uh, Oh dude.
0: I had a, my basement in New Hampshire when I lived there was all that wood panel. The whole bottom basement was finished with that. Brown 70s wood but, paneling. But do you remember when look. like. It's, when, it's a great <laughs> look. Do, do you, you remember, remember when pe-
1: cars
2: had that wood paneling too? <laughs> oh,
1: hell yeah. <laughs> do you remember when pizza huts were actually like huts? Yes. Like hell yes. Hut? yeah.
3: I talk about it all the time. I it, mean. It tasted better. They had the sit down Pac-Man game. Remember the, oh, yeah. They had the chandel- chandel- Remember the chandeliers, the chandeliers over the yeah, tables? Yeah. The, the, Fancy. They had the red cups. Mm-hmm. They had all the, all
2: oh, yeah. the red cups. Oh, my God. Do they?
3: Yeah. I haven't been to a freaking pizza hut forever. Well, no. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not 1987. Why would you yeah, go yeah? there?
1: They're, they're no longer like sit-down pizza no, no, restaurants. No, no. I it's, remember it's, when it's they were there. Yeah, yeah, there was
3: one next to my parents' house. We used to go there a lot. It's a Mexican restaurant now, uh, also fairly good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fairly good Mexican restaurant, actually.
0: All right, that's some nostalgia right there, man. But yeah, it, it, it,
3: but that's one thing. I mean, because all these movies are, are tripped down memory lane for me, big time. Like mm-hmm. I, I, this one, not so much, but the other two, big. I mean it's just nostalgia slapping me in the face and yeah. just like member berries left and right. Aww. And, but it, it's not, I mean, it, it's, it's not meant to be like a, Hey, like like the 70s show. Right. Like, like it's not the seventies. They're making fun of the '70s. This is really the eighties and it's like
1: early eighties, like mm-hmm. basically still the seventies. And, and, and what's interesting about this movie is that even though it's kind of dated in the sense that like, you know, our technology has advanced so much, like this is really kind of a time capsule because mm-hmm. when, when they were making this movie like this was the technology yeah. and, and yeah. they don't say like this isn't like a sci-fi thing where it's like in the year 1997 <laughs> yeah, like, right, like, yeah like this stuff is happening it's it's at the 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 genesis of like the home computer revolution yeah. and this was like what the technology really was and, and this was it, the right? level of the adoption yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like it, it's 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 it, confusing and scary. Well, no one knows what it does. Well, well it, it holds up, though, oh, is, yeah? is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we can watch this movie, you know, like decades after it came out. And still be like, you know what? This is a good movie, and it, and the the lame com- computer uh, technology doesn't take me out of it because yeah. I, I'm like, that's what it was. It's almost yeah. like watching a historical piece or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, very I,
0: much. It's yeah. weird to say this, but now I, it's a period movie. Yeah. Like oh, you're wa- yeah, yeah, you're watching. You're like, oh yeah, that's
3: yeah, that's all legit historical document. Historical document. Books. Any anything pre-cell phone freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> like there's wait, they can't just Google map this?
2: <laughs> he had to hack into a payphone to call for bus money. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I,
0: the MacGyver aspect of this movie is freaking so cool. I mean, well, I think well, he knew some shit. Electronics used to be far simpler.
3: Yeah, you know, right. And, yeah, and if you knew a little bit, you knew a lot. Right. And and then back then, I mean, yeah, I mean, like he's
0: he, he's sitting there and he he's. Away from home, and he has to call his girlfriend to. He's trying to get a plane ticket somewhere. He's trying to get himself. He's trying out. to get
2: bus fare back home. It's, that's it's what. Some, yeah, it's Colorado. Not even
0: his girlfriend. That, that's, that's just some chick.
3: That's just some
0: chick. Some chick. Right. He's got. He's got her number right. Right. <laughs> memorized. Yeah. But and, what I love about he's really good bus. with
2: electronics. He probably has a lot of numbers memorized.
0: Ooh. Well, what I loved about uh, it. Uh, what were you trying uh, to say? Uh, I'm, uh, just uh,
4: I'm, I'm just saying. saying. She's not show TV. Yeah.
0: What I just love the aspect of it where like he's sitting there. He's got the payphone in. Handy, un- unscrews the microphone at part of it, undoes it, like touches two wires together, no. and it freaking gets a dial tone, so he doesn't have to pay. I'm like, that shit. I've seen, I love that stuff. I've
3: seen that trope and I've seen hot wiring in many
0: movies. I, I don't think either say, one actually do anything.
2: Uh, I've seen actual hot wiring being done, and it's pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, those those old payphones, all they did was they. They worked off of dial tones. Yeah, yeah. like if there was it a, was a all tones. yeah, it was all, it was all tones. tones. So if yeah. you could mimic the tone or trick it to think it that it heard a tone, I've you can do that. whatever you yeah, want. So I've yeah. seen that. i that.
1: I mean, there's a scene in this movie where Matthew Broderick escapes from like uh, being held in this, uh, you know, kind of secure. You like, mean he escaped clinic. from NORAD? <laughs> well, well, so so like there's a scene where he's trapped in this room and he gets the guard to come over and he records the tone from like the keypad that the guard uses to unlock the door, and yeah. then then he like replays that tone uh, in to the lock and that tone unlocks the door and he's able to sneak out that way. And so like, you, you know, his level of MacGyverness, yeah. with, uh, to use Alex's he's, term, it, he's it, it way is,
2: more tech savvy yeah. than anyone else in, oh, yeah. anyone oh,
1: in, yeah. in, in, in the military, yeah. anyone,
0: you know, <laughs> uh, real quick, shout out to R to the Icky. I just read this. Uh, he's in the chat right now. It says the phone hacking with tones is called freaking P H
1: R E A K I N G. That's fine.
2: Freaking dope. Freaking dope <laughs> is what that is.
1: Thank you, R2. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's a mashup of phone and hacking. So phone hacking, freaking. That's awesome. That's cool. That's fun. Would
2: fun. you like to
1: play a game? <laughs> I so, love that so, shit, dude. It's so cool. The, the guy who played the scientist that faked his death was the one who was doing the voice uh, for Joshua. Oh, they, oh no They way. just modulated it. Oh, that's cool. Let's talk about that dude, how
0: he became a recluse, like, paleontologist. Uh-huh. That was the weirdest. That was the weird, like, the most random hobby to pick up while- once I you told you to- they could
4: fly. See? <laughs> <laughs> he not ter- believe me. He's so- got
0: a pterodactyl drone just flying around. Yes, fine. I mean, I was nerding out because I'm a freaking dinosaur fan, but I was like watching, I'm like, what? Like of all the things that this like super intelligent scientist who created the computer system could do, he ran off into an island. And got like real deep into dinosaurs.
2: He didn't have anything else to live for.
0: But, well, also,
1: <laughs> I have a feeling that if you were financially independent, you might do the same thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, didn't his son love dinosaurs, and so it was kind of like a way oh. to stay connected to his oh. dead son? Oh,
0: was I didn't pick that up? Maybe, yeah.
3: Every five year old loves dinosaurs. It's like him like turning his life to dump trucks. Like, oh, he he loved the garbage man. So I'm, I'm, I, I I drive dump trucks and love dinosaurs. <laughs> <so> I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just a big five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Nailed
1: it. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about Dabney Coleman. Oh,
2: I love Dabney Coleman. Yeah,
1: like, if there there was ever, like, uh, a favorite, like, villain character in the 80s, it was played by Dabney Coleman.
2: Oh, He's still alive. Wait, who's Dabney and, and, and Coleman? he's still
1: rocking the mustache. Yeah, you guys know I'm terrible with names. Hey, Can you give me, me some... Who's Dabney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know who Dabney Coleman is. He was, you really? He was- you don't? I'm terrible with names. He was the boss in 9 to 5 with yeah. Dolly Parton. I yeah. never saw 9 to um, 5 with Dolly <laughs> <laughs> Parton. So, so so, like in this movie. Was he a RoboCop? I saw that. <laughs> so in, in this movie, he's the guy with the mustache who who says like we need to switch over from the human people to the computers in order to, you know, figure out um, how, how, how to go past human error.
3: You showed me a picture of a 90 year old man. Show me something I might recognize.
0: That's is, what when it does he like in the movie. When does he show up in the movie? Which guy is he?
2: He's the main guy oh. trying to find uh, Matthew Broderick.
0: He's the one who interrogates him yeah. in the office, right? The fact, okay, the I fat got you. general. No, no, the the guy with the mustache and the curly hair. Who? Not, not the guy from Ghostbusters. You don't remember him?
3: He's, I remember the guy. I don't remember what he looks like. I okay. don't remember him in anything else. He's,
0: oh yeah,
1: he's in everything.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's like have you watched a movie from the eighties? Yeah. Yeah. He's the bad guy in yeah. uh, almost every one yeah. of them. That's fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah. yeah that's All nice. right, moving on. What what were you gonna say about him? Uh, I I just want to say like how much I love seeing Dabney Coleman in movies, Mm -hmm. like especially like 80s movies, because he was like the the old, evil, middle aged white guy in in every like, you know, kind of especially like seminal movies, like when you're growing up and and, like you're watching movies about kids doing Mm -hmm. like incredible stuff. Dabney Coleman was always like the guy who was there to stop the kid, you know? Yeah. Did you watch
2: uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire?
1: No. I watched two seasons of that, I think. Yeah, he was the <laughs> Commodore. Yeah, the, the,
3: the, 80s, you know, the 80s was just so good with uh, a thing that we don't really do anymore. And it's like the character actor.
1: Yes. You,
3: we don't get character actors anymore. In, in, in the 80s. Few and far between. Everybody's 80s, trying. I mean, it's, every, yeah. every movie has the same 20 people in
1: it.
0: nowadays. And just put them in different hats. Nowadays, I think actors are so focused on branding themselves and becoming famous. Yeah. That yeah. They, don't, they don't necessarily want to disappear into every role. They they want to be somebody that you recognize. The only the most recent one I can think of is like Daniel Day Lewis. He's very famous because he's very good, but in every movie he plays a completely different person.
3: Well, he's
1: very method. Yeah, that dude's insane. He's, he's like, very. He's a like Christian Bale. He's well, literally right. insane. Uh, another one that actors we, don't like to be um, kind of typecast is yeah, what it's yeah. called. Sure. Um, b- no. b- because it it kind of limits the type of roles. But like if you find an actor who fits a role really well, then you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to cast him in this character. Uh, archetype all the time mm. well, well
3: harrison ford played the same character in just about everything but mm. but it
0: worked
1: but he's harrison ford he's harrison I mean, well, well, when he, he was, he was, was Han Solo, leading man, though.
3: when he was indiana jones when he was uh patriot games i mean it all made sense and it was like basically the same action it was the same guy he's like, the he's he the thinking man's action hero yeah he didn't mix yeah he wasn't yeah. the buff guy he wasn't schwarzenegger no no no, no.
2: maybe that's why he's so bitter <laughs>
3: so it's that stupid earring he wears <laughs>
0: <laughs> freaking harrison ford's earring triggers tom oh it does <laughs> it's awful
3: every time i see it i'm like what are you trying to prove all man <laughs>
0: He's had that thing in his ear longer than you've been alive, bro. <laughs> Probably true. All right. What else do we want to say about this? Uh, this gr- this movie is really freaking good, man. It's a good movie. I'm so really glad fun. I watched it yeah. finally. Yeah. It,
1: it, anytime like there's a movie where there's like an arcade scene, I, I just get flashbacks. Yeah. To, like, oh my god, <laughs> tell me about it. I always
0: want to see like um, Elijah Wood show up playing like a video, like he did in Back to the Future too. Like that was his first movie.
1: Elijah every, Wood wasn't even born. I know, but <laughs>
0: like every time I see an arcade scene, I'm always looking for that kid. Where's that kid? Mm. where's elijah wood at with the freaking strainer on his head just sitting there freaking <laughs> <playing> the <game. laughs> um i'm i'm really glad i got to watch this movie it was a ton of fun it aged exceptionally well mm. especially with i mean with the modern politics that are going on yeah. at this moment it had like an extra layer
1: of like oh shit you know it was really not a layer of shit yeah, but like a layer of all oh, cool and it was almost <laughs> kind of like a star trek style ending where basically matthew broderick's saves the day with his brains it's, yeah. it's not like a, a big thing and when you're watching those big screens in norad uh as joshua's trying to like you know kind of game out the the different scenarios and he realizes like you know no matter what everyone loses um it, it's it's one of those weird climaxes where like it's mentally fulfilling even though it's not like blow them up action mm-hmm. style stuff mm-hmm. it's it's just like a it's it's, it's very rare piece. yeah it's it's very rare to get a climax to a movie nowadays that's all about like the, the mental, uh, it's very surreal. Yeah, yeah.
3: Very, uh, I mean, the there's, there's not
1: much action in this movie. Not,
0: yeah. not really. Mm-mm, no, no, no. I, I want to bring attention to one scene that I thought was ludicrous, absolutely crazy. And also probably unintentionally funny. <laughs> um, so when they all had the impression that there was nuclear bombs coming out of the sky, they had to get to the bunker before it hit right there. There was on a countdown. They're in the Jeep. There's Cold. two people in the back. Oh, I know. There's the driver. About. Oh, yeah. They're like, just ram the gate. He drives through the gate and he doesn't even bother to hit the brakes. He's like, Mm-mm. you know, that car up there, <laughs> that's gonna stop me. <laughs> and he just freaking slams that bitch straight into the car. The jeep almost flips over, and they all just get out and they're like, everybody good? All right, run. That, <laughs> so that so jeep
3: wrecks too. Like, it gets yeah, oh, yeah. up.
1: Well, so so originally, <laughs> I
3: thought the same thing. I was like, oh my god, are, are they okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, that, that scene that you're talking about. So, originally, like, they, they were supposed to, like, ride the Jeep all the way into NORAD, but that was an actual car accident that happened during, no during way. the show. I, I can believe it because and, uh, that shit was believable. Yeah. No
2: airbags. No airbags yeah. in the 80s either. Yeah, and,
1: and the, the director... Like, like he he was like, I kind of like this. I'm gonna keep it in. So like, he had them get out of the car and like run the rest of the way. But that was originally not supposed to happen. Like the the, oh the impact gosh. was, was just like an actual car accident. When they, when they ran through the gate, like they lost control and they couldn't oh, stop. Yeah, they oh were yeah, they did. were they okay? There was four people in that <laughs> What happened
3: to the extras? I mean, they, I mean, they, they were stunt they, people, so <laughs> <laughs> nobody was, like, a 1935 army jeep. It was, <laughs> it was like, dude. It, it was like no brakes. It's like 30 miles an hour. Bam. <laughs> yeah it flips over. <laughs> it does. And the
1: next scene, like... <laughs> and in, the, in the 80s, there were no safety standards or anything. Oh, so my hell no. God, that's no. terrifying. Genuinely, I'm worried
0: about the people who did that. That's fine. They-
2: yeah. I mean, the 80s were wild. You could just, like, put your kid on your knee yeah. and smoke a cigarette at the same time while you're driving. While you're the driving the car, yeah, car. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, put sharp uh, glass in your eye. And yeah. That's oh, funny. man. You, you could let your kids drive you home if you were Dude. too drunk. listen. Hey.
3: Like, hey, yeah. you're, you're nine. Come on, wait am Come on. Yeah. yeah. Just a gas you got to learn sometime, kid. It's, it's pretty easy, okay? <laughs> there's, I
0: mean, there's times where I do, I envy that a little bit because I've done road trips and you've got your kids freaking strapped into like a five-point harness in the back seat and they're like, I need to move. My ass is literally numb. <laughs> I, I miss the days when you could have a freaking station wagon with three kids in the back just playing with their dinosaurs yeah. and shit. You know, it was so much easier to one go seat, from point A seat's to point facing B. Facing backwards, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, I miss those days.
2: Yeah, you, really- have you have three kids back then. You just hope at least one of them survives. Yeah, you go. Well, that's one. what you did. Yeah, yeah.
3: You, you just kept yeah. having them, hope that one of them. is <laughs> like- That's
2: why nobody <laughs> yeah. has three kids anymore, except for this guy. Yeah, just keep <laughs> having <them. laughs>
3: one of them is like, what Hollywood kids? like eventually, right?
0: <laughs> Condoms work. <laughs> uh, be safe, kids. Plan Um, B is only
2: 97% effective. uh,
1: That's why you take (laughs) two. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything I learned about plan B I got from road trip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do final thoughts on, uh, on war games. Take it away, Tom, what do you got for us? Uh,
3: It was a pleasure to be able to rewatch this movie again. Um, It holds up. It's really fun. Uh, It is, it is a good time capsule movie because it's honestly, I mean, It's right at that time when technology is becoming everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And and no one here in the movie understands it. And and people at the time had no idea what was going on. So it's just fun to watch the old tech, um, see how it goes. Uh, It's a really forward-thinking movie for the time as well. Like this is something you would expect later, 90s maybe, you know, when computers are actually doing something. Um, But yeah, it was fun all the way through. Um, I mean, I highly recommend this movie. I mean, this is a four out of five-star movie. This is just really fun. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of action. Uh, there's no CGI. No. Um, even practical effects. Apparently, they weren't even
1: practical effects. It was just a car accident <laughs> <laughs> that they, they filmed. Uh, and, half star. Uh, yeah, all, all, all the monitors in NORAD, they didn't make monitors that big back in the 80s. And so yeah, it was, all, it was all rear screen projection and stuff. This That's was
2: game incredible. changing. Yeah, yeah,
1: this was incredible. I mean, we
3: had a 32 inch TV in the whole house back in those days. Maybe, maybe probably smaller in those days. And that was the one TV, and it had wood paneling on. It, yes, yeah. And Remember it the a, wood paneling? It had dials. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was this Dude, time period.
0: I had that shit until like 1998.
3: Yeah, that's what time time my pa- pa- well, We were not rich. Oh no, no. <laughs> I think my parents were actually fine my whole life. They just told me we were poor. Maybe. Yeah, that's my my asshole <laughs> parents. They keep buying stuff now. They're retired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're the- they, they and, were broke your whole life and then were one, broke my whole And when you move out, they're all of a sudden like millionaires. Oh, like
2: we're going on another cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not a joke. I Dude. met his parents what? one time. They're always on vacation. Always on vacation.
0: <laughs> my dad, my dad recently retired, like, like two, three years ago. They've never traveled anywhere yeah. growing up. I've never been outside the country. The minute he retires, they're freaking globe-trotting. They went oh, to Italy yeah. last yeah. year. Oh yeah. Middle of a pandemic. Yeah. They're, we're going to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: my, my 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 dad retired after my mom, and the first thing they did was summer in
1: Europe. Frickin' like hey, boomers, yeah. bro. They
4: just went to Europe for a summer.
2: I but, remember that. You were watching their house. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, Alex,
1: as soon as your kids are grown out the door, you're gonna have so much more disposable income. Holy shit. That is <laughs> true. Can you imagine it's a lot of mouths to feed? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jude, what's your final thoughts on war games?
2: I agree with everything Tom said. Um TV's- did Tom give it
3: a reading?
0: Oh, oh, did oh, you get it right? I, I, I did four to five, four to five. Okay, totally, totally
3: worth seeing. It's not going to blow your mind, but it is a good movie. Okay, cool. yeah,
2: it's, it's so much fun to rewatch. Yeah. I haven't watched this in so long, uh, and it's just so fun to look back on how young Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy were. Um, and uh, it really translates the uh, like the anxiety of the moment, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's gonna get the code." We're freaking reliving that there. shit right yeah. now, too. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it really makes you feel what it's intending for for the viewer to feel, mm-hmm. and it's just, it was so much fun watching it. Um, this is a four uh, whoppers out of five for me.
1: Nice whoppers, <laughs> Kadesh. What do you got, boy? All right, so yeah, I mean this movie it it holds up it stands the test of time it's a really good movie ali sheedy's gorgeous in it Uh, matthew broderick's a lot of fun daphne coleman is the bad guy i love it um everything about this movie works and and, you know it's such an influential movie just in terms of like you know um current laws about cybersecurity um, hacking, uh, things of that nature. Um, this was the first time that the kid hacking into a government computer plot was really used. And, and that kind of became a trope for like other movies and stuff like that. Um, it's just like a really good, solid, well-made, well-written movie. And, you know, it's not very action heavy, but it it gets tense and it gets like, you know, you know like, like you're sitting there, especially like nowadays where it's like, yeah, the threat of world war three is back. And so you can understand like the paranoia and, and how afraid like people were, you know, back in, in this time period because it just cycled back around again with Russia again and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So like uh, you know, watching this movie, um, you can understand like the stakes that, that that are there, and it's just like it's it's one of my all time favorites. It's a classic in my opinion. I give it a good solid four stars out of five. Uh, yeah, my first time viewing, I was
0: blown away. I'm so happy that this thing lived up to the amount of hype that I've heard about it over the years. Uh, I know I, it wasn't what I expected. Um, just my my assumptions about what this movie was were completely wrong. And that was, that was totally fine because what it was was amazing. And I had a ton of fun watching it. Everything holds up. I love the technology. I love how savvy Matthew Broderick's character is in this movie. It's believable because he's 17. He's not quite an adult, but he's old enough to be savvy about the type of things like he's into computers i believe that this kid knows more about the computers than these old farts do like right. that that's totally oh, yeah. believable yeah. it holds up everything's great the boomer parents are freaking hilarious mm-hmm. the bread buttering scene is amazing <laughs> <laughs> i can i could not it's get a, I, I, <laughs> I almost rewound it to watch that scene again cuz it was freaking hilarious just bread and now learning that that scene with the jeep was like just oh like oh my god oh, I guess we're going to keep it in like that's Ride even more.
4: It, rolling. <laughs> So not keep Go go go, go. At that, right? Cuz we're out of jeeps now. <laughs> we're out of jeeps. That's <laughs> well, only one we had. Uh,
0: it's incredible, man. It's easily 4-star general out of 5 movie for me. Uh, I don't I don't even know what would be keeping it from being a 5-star. I I would say it's probably damn near close. I can't think of anything I don't like. Split the difference, four and a half. Four and a half.
3: I can I can poke holes in it if you want me to. So that's why it's a four. And like a plot holes? Yeah, there's weird things about it. Uh, like, like the
0: traveling, going
3: from well, like town the traveling
0: to, is weird. Yeah.
3: Um, the president is never in the loop. Well, that's have you seen our president? Well, this was what was eighty three. Was that? Well, well right, it, was, was that it was Reagan. Is is that Reagan? Reagan?
1: No, it was Reagan? in fact, they have pictures of Reagan throughout the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do they? But,
3: but yeah. the fact that like the generals like. Defcon one, <laughs>
1: just bomb everything. No one checked it. Yeah, fuck it, go. <laughs> I, I love the generalness movie. Like, like she's just sitting there, like doing chewing tobacco. Oh, it- oh he did a whole. He's Sheep. got a whole bag of that yeah, shit, yeah. like he's from oh, the sandlot. And, and
2: then when he when he fucks with that tour group, and he's like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Just
3: kidding,
2: just kidding, just joshing you, lady. J-
3: JK, guys, JK. <laughs> <laughs> that'll catch on. Thanks. Forty years, that'll be funny. So he
0: shoves this grip of tobacco oh, in yeah. his mouth, right? And he's sitting there, and he's just making these freaking Texas four star general calls. <laughs> Bomb yeah, the shit out of goddamn commies, like that shit. So I loved yeah. it; it was awesome. But then there was another scene, like later on, where his chew is gone, but his cheat. G- his teeth are just all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's legit right. <laughs> so even the goofy things about so, this yeah,
3: you can poke holes
0: in. i, I mean you can poke I, holes in any movie but
3: it, it, it doesn't it doesn't come to the front and i had to like sit here and point it out for anybody in this room to be like oh yeah that was weird the,
0: I, okay i'll give you this so this all right so it's a four-star movie because there's one scene i do remember going like how is that even happening they're giving, like, public tours yes! inside this, like, yes! super <laughs> secret national defense pr- program. And they're screwed with them. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Broderick... We're fun, guys. <laughs> and Broderick escapes through an air vent yeah, yeah. and then just jumps in with the tour group and goes away. And nobody notices, yeah. like, the level of security at the super secret military base is I mean, just trash. You I
3: NORAD? Mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. so yeah four star okay four star
3: there's little dumb movie things movie devices to make the movie plot line go along gotcha and if you really think about it okay that does okay but i mean don't worry about it still damn good it's really fun it's a really good good damn good movie movie.
0: um i'm so glad you picked it because it's i've never seen it before i've always wanted an excuse to watch it i just never had one until now and i'm like freaking Damn it, this is awesome. I haven't seen it in years. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, but that's it. That's our final thoughts on War Games. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Next up on our list is The Wizard. The Wizard. Wizard. Get ready for the freaking mountain assault I have for that movie. Oh, All me- right, guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> absolutely anybody could be like Mary be like Mary log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
2: when you shop at wise you now get rewards points for almost everything you buy from cereal to cat food to ice cream there's plenty of points to be found and all those points add up to big savings on food or fuel
0: Welcome back everybody. Hey, if you wanna support the podcast and become an exclusive member of our club, go to saltynerdclub.com. That is where you're gonna get access to an absolute mountain of content. You get four exclusive podcasts every single month. We are dedicating to classic sci-fi TV shows. The month of March is dedicated to Eureka. Next month, we're gonna be talking about Stargate Atlantis. So jump into the club membership. We do a absolute ton of stuff for our club members. We love hanging out with those guys. We have special chats in our Discord that are uh, members only as well. And uh, if you ask them, if you head over to our Discord app and just ask them, is it worth the $5? I guarantee you
1: they will all tell you a resounding yes. Yeah, we-, we have a really interesting uh, back catalog of uh, shows oh, in man. the members area. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: There's some there's some gems way back <laughs> in the day that we put out there because we were like, we can't release this. This will get us demonetized.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we gave them to it the club knows. members. <laughs> and and the, thir- the $30 members get access to all of our outtake videos, which is some of our best stuff, especially yeah. when Vader's involved.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we go off the rails sometimes. And uh, yeah, so there's many, many different tiers. If you can spring for the $30 tier, we absolutely love it. You guys get some special perks once in a while. get, we'll, get a lot of special stuff. Yeah, a lot of special stuff for the $30 tier. But if you just want to do the base model $5 tier, uh, you get access to a lot of content and also for our discord
1: members as well. So yeah, we've done foundation, we've done um but for doctor the who, vampire slayer, buff,
2: doctor who, yeah. uh eureka, we're doing stargate Atlantis. We're going
1: to do uh, Battlestar Galactica eventually mm-hmm. like like pretty much every tv show that people love out there we're eventually going to hit yeah, up. Yeah, and yep.
2: it, and if you're that this kind of nerd, uh we also do trivia for our patron members once a month. Hmm.
0: That's right. There's a lot of value in it, guys. Uh, we'd love to support, so uh, thank you guys very much. For those of you who have already signed up, we appreciate it. Alright, the next movie on our list is The Wizard starring Fred, Fred Savage. Savage.
2: And Christian Slater.
0: And Christian Slater. And Bo Bridges.
3: And Bo Bridges. Dude, there's so many people in this. It's so great. It's got both 80s dads in this movie. It's so awesome. I
0: loathe this movie so much. It has
3: both 80s dads and they're both Fred Savage dads. <laughs>
0: And they're not uh, gay. They're just dads, <laughs> <laughs> just horrible dads. Just horrible dads. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Jude, take it away. What is this movie all about?
2: 1989, The Wizard, rated PG, with a runtime of one hour forty minutes. This had a budget of six million dollars. What do you think this brought into the box office? Oh shit! I hope it bombed. Why don't you go first, Tom?
3: I'm, I'm going to say hundred million dollars.
2: Okay. What? Alex.
0: Oh yeah, ten.
2: Fourteen million dollars. Fourteen
3: million.
1: It doubled One its budget, point right?
3: twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this
1: not a good movie? <laughs> this movie is oh. atrocious. I got so many stories about when it's, this
0: movie came. Oh out. god! Oh it made gosh. me literally angry to watch me this
4: movie. Too. Oh,
2: the
1: entire, oh she, it, Jude, yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire time we're watching it, Jude texted me upset. did. The entire time we're watching it, Jude's just like, "I hate this movie. I hate oh, this movie." Oh, Jude, why didn't you text movie?
0: me?
2: Mm, I didn't want to ruin it. Oh, pfft. I don't care
4: if I ruin shit for really <laughs> <still. laughs>
2: From now on, I should have known. I should have known. Kids and movies. Alex is gonna hate it too. Yeah.
3: All right, take it away, Jude. I hated it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shitty parents. bow <Beau> Bridgers. And- <laughs> that really how it starts. <laughs> shut up (laughs) shitty parents beau bridges and the remarried christine bateman split up after the death of their daughter which their son jimmy witnessed jimmy suffering from the trauma of watching his twin sister drown no longer speaks unless it's to say california the place he keeps trying to walk to from utah jimmy has two half brothers that live with beau bridges 12 year old fred savage and 17-ish year old christian christian slater When Jimmy's shitty mother and bully stepfather send him to a completely unsupervised institution, Fred Savage breaks him out and they go on the run to California. The piece of shit Batemans hire a bounty hunter to bring Jimmy back, but not Fred Savage, fuck that kid. Bo Bridges jumps in his lawn care truck with Christian Slater to find the boys themselves. Fred and Jimmy meet Haley, another delinquent youth on the run, and they devise a plan to hustle people at video games along the way to California. They enter Jimmy in a in the video Armageddon at Universal Studios, where he makes it to the finals. But just before the final round, all the piece of shit adults show up and hijinks, kidnapping attempts and Benny Hill quality chases ensue. Discuss.
0: It's a great movie. There is <laughs> nothing good about this piece of trash oh movie. Oh my
2: god, it's awful.
0: It's fucking horrendous.
2: Every adult in it sucks. Yeah.
0: Every child in it sucks.
1: <laughs> yes! All of oh, the video games Lu- suck. You no, know, Lu- Lucas was pretty cool. Lucas Lu- was an ass. I love the power will glove. The power gloves. Oh
2: <laughs> my god, and he tried to cheat. He didn't <laughs> cheat. You guys suck. Because he <laughs> couldn't take Jimmy on his own. There's
0: literally, like, wh- okay, I, we've, I've talked about this a million and a half times. I'm just going to freaking reiterate it again. When you put kids in movies, you have to make them do kid shit. You they're playing video games you you the whole time. No, they're escaping and buying freaking bus tickets to who knows where with no supervision. Oh, yeah, hey. Uh, I bought a bus ticket to St. George. Eight-year-old boy <laughs> and and 13-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah, I'll sell you a bus ticket for $200. Oh, okay, let me go hustle some 40-year-old men playing video games it's to get the money.
2: Okay, we have, to, we have to start earlier than this, because Ugh. Fred Savage breaks him out of an institution. Oh, and yeah. then five seconds later, they say, they were seen boarding a, oh,
0: a truck. Like, thank you. Who the fuck didn't stop him? Who, who's the fucking yeah. driver of the hostess truck? He don't care. He has, <laughs> there's two kids eating his inventory in the backseat. You don't even have CB to be <laughs> in your truck to be like, hey, there's a of so, miners in the back so of my truck. They didn't even wipe everything. their mouths Katie's okay, just, just going <laughs> to lose his shit. Do you want to set this up a little bit before I just destroy it? What? Uh, sure. I told uh, you everything that happened. <laughs> no, I mean, but we talking about, about the hostess truck. Nobody knows what the yeah. I just... <sighs> I hate this movie so much. so much fun. There's so much fun in this movie. There
2: happens to be a delivery of snack cakes, which (laughs) is that what you're serving people in this institution? Yes. It's parked out front. So Fred Savage and Jimmy hop in the back of the truck and they just eat hosted Twinkies. The the way to the next stop and then they get out and they just start walking. He's a skateboard. Because the
0: hostess truck delivery route takes him from freaking some insane Asylum all the way to Timbuktu, Utah. Yeah, close to the mountains God Damn. It was the last stop on his ru- on his delivery run. Does
3: it doesn't make
2: any sense? It only, makes all the sense. There was only one hostess guy and he had rural. a
0: three-state route. Yeah. It was rural. <laughs> it's a tri-state hostess guy. What the fuck? <laughs> And he doesn't know there's kids in his back seat, And the bounty hunter's like, well, oh, they were lost scene, leaving the insane asylum oh in a hostess Let's truck. Let's talk
2: about this fucking uh, psychopath of a bounty
3: hunter. Yeah, that guy
1: has sex with kids. Oh, that for dude's sure. a pedo. Oh, I, I sure. heard he touched her breast. Oh, I heard, I heard
3: that too. <laughs> that was the only that.
1: part of the movie as that I liked.
3: As soon as he walks you like up.
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. No, Yeah, so stop. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Stop. <laughs> stop. Right for the pool. There's There's a part of the movie where he gets accused of doing something and the girl's friends, the big trucker dudes come out and say, I heard you did something. And they beat the shit out of him. And you said you like every time. That's
1: my favorite part. Every time the bounty hunter is about to kidnap Lucas. The the girl I forget her name Haley Haley so Haley just like points at him Which, and yells that man touched my breast and so like everyone just pounces on him and Lucas gets away she <laughs> yeah. does it like two Which or three is times the
2: only time anyone in this movie gives a shit about anything oh, happening yeah. to
1: kids yeah for sure I, I, I yeah the amount of like hitchhiking that like. Underage kids are doing Dude. in this movie is kind of disturbing. There's, a, there's then again, it was the 80s. There's <laughs> a scene where they hitch a ride on the back of a freaking cow truck. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they stole and they're the money. And they're sitting no, yeah, they're <laughs> sitting there, and
0: and freaking Adam Savage, ha, Fred uh-huh. Savage was sitting there going, like, how oh, much money do you have? And they're counting, and they have like maybe $87 total between them. And this and guy the d-
2: screeches <laughs> to a stop. And he's like, We gotta jack those kids <laughs> for this money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, this so it's like Haley is going off and off and on about how she understands truckers and how there's like a code for truckers yeah. and the people who are driving this truck just have a pickup truck they're not actually truckers and so like they're when, moving a bunch of cattle yeah, yeah when, when he sees like uh them counting their money in th- his rearview mirror he's like oh that's a lot of money and so like him and his buddy decide to basically steal all these kids like underage kids they
0: rob them and leave them on the side of the road for 80 bucks yeah what? That is the <laughs> price of three kids
3: maybe he had no bucks and now he was he has driving a truck bucks.
0: with like seven cows in the back you couldn't sell a cow well that's not liquid assets those is might, it?
2: might not be his cows it's an passed, nf,
0: might as well be an nft he, <laughs> he passed, stole <laughs> those NFT. cows too
2: it's
0: an nf cow i was just the savagery of that whole situation where they're just like he just yeah. peeks out of the corner of the eye oh yeah. i see a pile of cash yeah. i'm gonna rob these kids and leave them on the side of the road
2: the utah highway cattle thief that's what he's known for yeah you you know him from town to town they tell tales this
1: movie is full of those moments where yeah. i'm just like so so hold on, hold on. <laughs> let, l- l- let me talk about don't this don't you movie apply logic aspect. to this i told you he was going to do this <laughs> No, no. You, what you, you, you don't understand is, <laughs> <laughs> so so this is basically like an hour and a half Nintendo commercial. This yes. Is, oh, th- yes, this is oh, what very it was much. intended to be. Oh yeah. And around the time this movie came out, okay, like Nintendo was like the the king of like the home gaming market. Um, the big draw for this movie was we were going to get our first sneak peek at super Mario brothers three. Yeah. And that that was, that was a huge deal back then because like super Mario brothers was like the, the main game that everyone played. The second super Mario brothers wasn't all that good. Like, like a lot of people didn't like it. And so like, there was a lot of hype and there's actually scenes in this movie. And I remember this where like, there, there were these call centers that you could call up and get video game tips from, cause like the internet wasn't a thing. So like you call up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the number from the back of your Nintendo Power Magazine and you'd be like, hey, I'm stuck in, in this level. Like, how do I get out? And they'd actually have people there to like kind of walk you through the video game. I saw a whole documentary about those guys um, a few months back, actually. Yeah. It's freaking but, interesting. But, but I mean, like like this was a time like I had a subscription to Nintendo Power oh, Magazine. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah. And I'd, I'd read it like every month. Oh, and yes. in fact, when you went to go see this movie, they gave you these little things. They were called Pocket Powers. And they were like these tiny pocket-sized Nintendo Power magazines that that you could like read about like Super Mario Brothers 3 from. Amazing. Yeah. And, and so like this movie was pitched... Basically, as the Karate Kid, but with video games, and obviously, like somewhere along the line, that went totally out the window. <laughs> I was but, thinking like a young Forrest Gump with yeah, video games. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's what I was but, thinking. But the whole the whole point of it was is, is that like Nintendo wanted this movie because like it was basically a commercial for like their Power Glove mm. for their video games and all that stuff. And the thing that is interesting about this movie so two thirds of this movie is just garbage. <laughs>
4: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like like a, absolute steaming garbage. Well, I'm but, glad that but, my opinion is null in this whole <laughs> conversation. But but then when they get to Universal Studios Hollywood and they have like the, the big, um, the it? esports the, like the, the Terminator video Armageddon. Video tournament.
4: Armageddon. Oh god! Um,
1: how much cocaine was that guy on? So well, he had a great tie. <laughs> but uh, but so so like the thing about this is like you know looking back on it like this was 1989, and at this point. Like, video games were not, like, widely accepted, and, and the concept of eSports was just, like, non- non-existent. Like, right. eSports did not exist. Mm-hmm. And the, the um, kind of um, plot point for the climax of this movie of, like, a video game tournament where you had, like, crowds that were, like, going crazy and you'd see, like, people playing video games on a stage, that was something that was complete fiction. Like, they made that shit up. But then, like, fast forward to nowadays, and like, that's like you know, you, you watch Evo, Evo, which is the video game like fighting uh, tournament out here in Vegas, where like they have it at the esports arena, and like that's what it looks like. You yeah, know, you know, like this was the precursor to all the esports, and this was the thing that actually inspired people to hold these video game tournaments and have like these like you know esports events, and so like this movie was kind of like the precursor to that whole like Twitch centric uh, you know video game tournament um, culture. So what there. you're saying is this movie is so amazing that it influenced the future <laughs> in multiple ways It inspired the
3: way
0: we live Listen, today. Man, if this whole movie this as it stands right now this is just an absolute trash. Got
4: Christian Slater in tr-
0: Trash movie, terrible parenting, ter- terrible family values, nonsense movie to sell a video game. If they would have just Did you see Problem Child? That makes way less If they would have just stuck to their guns and had it be about a freaking video game tournament to sell Nintendo games, it would have been so much better. That last minute where like, Jimmy? Jimmy. The California kid? Fred Fred, Fred Savage.
4: No, no, no. No, the other one. Yeah, I know.
0: The Rain Man one. When he's just sitting there and he's like mashing at video games if it was just that the whole time i would have been like yeah okay i can see why this was made in the 80s it makes well, sense you
1: know what's funny about this movie is just the way video games are treated and like back then like this was like it was like you got fifty thousand in double dragon yeah the high oh score was yeah. a big yeah. deal yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and and like you know you still have these like console games and arcades and stuff like that like the nintendo was like the home video game system mm-hmm. and that was like the the peak of like technology at that point but you know, arcades were, were still a thing. Cool. And so like, when you go back and you see like all the different video games in this, in this movie, um, there wasn't anything that was catering to the gaming crowd back then. This was like the first like movie that was like, Hey, we're four gamers. Like, like we got power gloves. We got super Mario brothers three. <laughs> we got, you know, double dragon. We got teenage mutant Ninja turtle. I remember playing the shit out of teenage. Mutant. Ninja oh yeah. It was, it was a
3: good game. Well, yeah. it wasn't a good, it actually was a terrible game. It was <laughs> it, it, was, it was incredibly hard and didn't make any sense, but yeah, it, it was, I, I I watched them playing it and I was like, Oh, Ninja Turtles! Yeah, yeah.
1: Bo Bridges, like being like video games are stupid to him, getting addicted to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was hilarious. Hilarious.
2: <laughs> I hate Bo Bridges so much. How do you oh, hate
1: Bo can Bridges? Can we talk about
0: how ridiculous he is when he go? He's going up against that freaking bounty hunter dude. Uh,
2: no, can we talk first about the fact that he gave up custody of his child to this asshole that <laughs> she married after it, they it, got divorced? It wasn't his child. Yeah, this it was is yes, step-
1: it was. No, it was just a step. Yeah,
3: child. That, it, it wasn't. It was. It was. First of all, it was his half brother. Yeah, there's yeah, a. There's so a weird- he had
2: Christian Slater and Fred Savage. Those are his he kids. married Christine. They had the twins together. No. One of them no, died. No. They no. got divorced. She married asshole. No,
1: when when it was a Brady Bunch situation where yeah. the, the mother already had the, the two kids when she married Bo Bridges, hmm. and so that was like legally they were half brothers. They weren't that like, biologically. That's how I got it too. I yeah. disagree. They <laughs> they explain this in the movie. Yeah, like that's that's what I movie. got from it. Yeah, yeah. it's his half brother i can't
0: i can't back you up jude i, I didn't okay. i didn't give a shit enough had, about this movie to pay I, attention had, to it.
2: I was forced to watch it twice and i didn't get that either
3: time <laughs> you know one of my favorite parts of this movie is that it, it, is is just them like hoboing across the country <laughs> no, oh my god like it's, it's like, like the
1: color of money but with video games it's
3: really bad like, yeah. like right in this they're literally in a cave with a fire
1: and that's just where they're sleeping that <laughs> what, night how did
0: that freaking nine-year-old start the fire dude well
4: hey, we friend, savage fire,
1: skills. Right. He's, He carries around a skateboard yeah. with him. He
2: probably oh. had a blowtorch. It's the
3: '80s. It's
1: '89. Yeah, for sure. He's got stuff. Yeah, he At least a lighter. He's stuff. got that. Sh-
3: he's got an army issue canteen. He's got that old skateboard that weighs 45 pounds.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his dad was a gardener, so he knows how to do nature stuff. Oh. You know, what the best was is the tree in the back of the truck. Oh, it just stays it's there. there the whole time. time. The whole time. Like, oh,
0: is that tree?
3: So <laughs> I gotta talk.
1: Since you brought
0: it up, I gotta oh, talk about. God, I love this movie. This freaking so dude and his truck and his like jaunt across the country when he's and going up against this, this guy. And he just, he decides that be, he's so inept at being an adult. Who, mm-hmm. Bob Bridges? Whatever his name yes. is, the dad. He has to um, basically just play bumper cars in the middle of freaking main I, street.
2: 100%, I was about to say, they're playing bumper cars with each other. Yeah, well, like,
0: and I they're like, it. I don't like you. And he smashes into him, yeah. breaks his own car yeah. while the bad guy gets away with a freaking smash back end to go, you know, kidnap kids.
2: Yeah. 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 And like, it's, just, it's great. The, what do you mean it's great? Oh, I love it. It's the, so much fun. The ridiculousness of the bounty hunter. The first time we're introduced to him, he's like, "So, uh, don't go after your kid because I won't get paid." Oh, <laughs> what a creep! Oh, what a creep!
1: And, and also, the entire movie, he's going around to people, and he's like. I'm looking for these kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People are just like, Ooh,
0: (laughs) the the most, the funniest freaking moment about this is when he's trying to be intimidating to this, like 12 year old. And he's walks up to the pinball machine. He's like, have you seen these kids? And the kid tells him to go buzz off because who wouldn't? Right. And he like <laughs> he, sl- he he tilts s- the pinball slightly machine. lifts up the pinball machine because he's not strong enough to flip it over. No, he's no, just like no 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 he wasn't uh, like, no he tilted right? it yeah he tilted yeah. it he
1: tilted it. I know that you're not old enough to have played pinball, <laughs> yeah. Alex. That but, ruins but, your game. Yeah, but when you tilt the, the game, so like it uh, like sees you're cheating, right? It has like a yeah, sensor it, in it. Yeah, exactly, and it ruins your score. And so that's yeah. what he did. And i was, fuck that guy anyway. It's <laughs> just. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Fuck
2: everyone in this movie. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Including the kids. <laughs> like, everyone in this oh. movie, their dialogue is so stupid. Every single person was like, I'm not going to do that. And then they do it immediately. Dude,
0: remember the scene where they're in the back? I think they're in the back of like an old burnt out freaking tractor trailer truck and they're trying to get some rest. And Fred Savage just pulls out a freaking Halloween mask out of nowhere, puts it on, and the freaking redheaded chick just punches him right in the face for like no he's reason. trying to scare her. Yeah. It was, I was like, what is going on here? Well, how about that's one of the things he brought?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. did he bring a Halloween? Mask?
2: Oh my God. Matt, Matt, he just made it worse. <laughs>
3: Matt's been, I, I, don't know, I don't know, Matt, if you want me to talk about it, but he's has doing this murder mystery thing. And uh, it was pretty fun. And he had us all pick, like, a, a secondary item that, that our detective would use. Oh, yeah. And we didn't use it. None of us use our secondary item. And it was very strange. This is the secondary item he picked. <laughs> it, it, it was this freaking mask. Like, that's what you picked? <laughs> <laughs> you could have brought anything. A fork would have
1: been more useful than He's your mask. It's like, I got mask. my
2: blowtorch and my Halloween yeah. mask. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> I, on the road. I, I
1: got it. I actually think the mask was was in that, like, trailer thing. Like, they just found even it. Like, that's active.
0: even scarier.
1: It's probably full of seeding. <laughs> you're probably right it probably was full of semen it smells funny in this mask that's why she punched
4: him that's so gross the cum
3: mask oh god like the whole
2: movie christian slater's like hey dad I'm really glad I'm here. Four seconds later, why am I even here? Oh. Why'd you bring me? Like, he's God. Christian Slater. So he was the coolest, He
1: was the coolest guy in the world for yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. Every, everyone wanted Christian Slater to be their older brother. Oh my yeah. God. He
3: was the coolest guy in the world. And it has Fred Savage, arguably America's sweetheart. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, He was at the height of the yeah. Wonder Years popularity of this movie. Sure. The cast sure. in this movie alone is really fun. It's like every 80s guy, every 80s dad is in this movie. Right. And, yeah. and that's fun by itself, right? Uh, it's got video games, okay? Double Dragon hard as shit. When, when, when they were like, he went through Ninja the, Gaiden. When he went through Ninja oh, Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden so
1: hard. Ninja Gaiden
3: is historically the hardest game ever made because it's so bullshit. And, and <laughs> and the, but the, he made it through without dying. He's going through again.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but but you know what makes this movie really stand oh, I love out? It. And and this goes to um you know what Alex was saying like he he loves like seeing like Elijah Wood and like Back to yeah. the Future too, this was Tobey Maguire's first movie.
0: Oh, you did know? Okay, R Toby? yeah, R two is in the chat right now, and he's like, uh,
1: this is um Tobey yeah, Maguire's yeah, first yeah. movie. So Tobey Maguire was part of Lucas's like kind of crew. And no. Lucas yeah, Lucas is is like the 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 kind of like video game expert who has 90 games that like he, he had a oh them all. he had a he had a duffel bag yeah. with like a pocket he for each one yeah, he showed him. I'm really yeah. good at all these. And, and, and so like uh there's a scene at the end of this movie in in the video game apocalypse uh tournament where basically like Lucas is with all of his his entourage and Toby McGuire's there and he's got like a little mullet. He doesn't have a speaking line or anything like that. <laughs> but he just shows up and this was like his first like film appearance.
3: Oh, that'd be a fun week first film appearances of megastars. When they were kids,
0: be Back to the Future 2, the yeah. wizard,
1: and yeah. but, pick but another one. Yeah, you know, you um, Jude, Jude um, talked about how what's bad. What's his name in Ninja Turtles?
3: Um, Sam Rockwell's in Ninja Turtles. know yeah. <laughs> Jude talked about how bad the dialogue was yeah. in
1: this movie. The oh. Wizard, it's, it, it's but, atrocious. But, but, but there, there's one line where basically Lucas shows off his uh, his power glove for the first <laughs> time, and this was a huge deal back, oh back in '89. It's so
2: cringy, and no one yeah. had one. And, had and, one.
1: and, and he, like after he like just demolishes the this video game, he turns to. Uh, Fred, Fred Savage and, and he holds up his fist with the power glove on and he's like I love the power
4: glove
3: it's so bad <laughs> well, he I'm sold watching me it. I wanted one so I'm watching oh, the like, scene wow. and like,
1: like, <laughs> the, this is before the power glove had come out I know and, and so like, like every kid who was a Nintendo freak wanted the power glove and I can remember yeah. when it finally came out first of all it wasn't built for left handed no, he <laughs> no, was only right. Second of all, it was so small. Yeah, If you're a lefty,
2: fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: so small that like, you know, I remember a neighbor of ours, uh, they they got it for their kids. And so we all ran up to like their, their house to play like, you know, with the power glove and I couldn't get it on my hand because it was so small. Really? And, yeah. And it was, it was. It was very weird because the power glove just never worked, right? No, and well, it, it, even, it was a real piece of shit. Well, like, it only worked for a couple like of movie. games. Like this yeah. is uh,
0: this is like kind of like a glorified commercial for the power glove, especially this it scene. Is. It doesn't even work in the scene. You can see the kid; he's sitting there like wow. steering the car with the power glove, and cool. the car's not going in the same direction
1: that that as So steering.
4: boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, the the thing about Judith. the power glove is is that in this movie, it made it look like the. The movement of the glove controlled things, but right. it was just like a glove that had like a controller, a controller on, on it, it that you could like <laughs> use. No, it
3: had the lasers on it. It it, it worked in certain games. Like you couldn't play what lasers? Games? What were the lasers pointing? Well, at? it was the same thing with the, the, the gun. With the duck hut, the, the gun didn't work. Really, the duck? gun kind of worked too, but it was a very similar kind of thing.
2: How does
1: that gun work? Uh, it hits the screen with a laser, and then it recognizes it's an
2: ill-tempered it. laser.
1: <laughs> yeah, it reflects it back into the gun. Yeah, which I will r- say relays that. the information. To that, that was the pinnacle of video gaming. When you get the Duck Hunt the Duck Mario Hulk, game, yeah. the, the double game. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: that was pretty sweet. I freaking love that shit. I remember that day. Yeah, yeah. but,
1: but you know, back then there were no time. PlayStations. There were no Xboxes. No. Oh, no, it was no. either Nintendo no. or Sega. Or Atari. Atari. And, and Sega, well, Atari had kind of gone the way of the Dodo by this time. But, you know, yeah. like Nintendo was the king of, of the oh, video yeah. game mountain. And uh, more and more people were starting to play on their home consoles instead of going to arcades and stuff like that. And this movie was really meant to kind of capitalize on that. This is the first gamer-centric movie I can remember ever seeing, especially in the theaters because I actually went and saw this in the theater. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember leaving the theater being like, "That movie sucked," but like <laughs> I, it was cool to see Super Mario. Brothers How old were you 3. when it came out? Oh, Gosh, I don't 89? even
3: remember.
1: Yeah, because I graduated high school in '97, so
3: I was I was eight when it came out. Maybe so 10? this was like. <sighs> This movie was like yes, <laughs> yes. I think it was probably around
1: Fred Savage's age. Actually,
3: I had a crush on Jenny Lewis. The whole thing, man, it was like a, it, Oh yeah, she was she, really cute. Yeah, she's yeah. from Las Vegas. Oh yeah, well Jenny. I wanted to talk about some Jenny Lewis because she's. I mean, she's Jenny Lewis. She's kind of the like ginger, a, the redhead. Yeah, child? yeah, yeah. She's like a Vegas like weird celebrity. Like, really? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's
1: actually a musician now. Yeah, like, she's she musician a musician band. Now.
3: Yeah, her her dad was her mom and dad were both poker or blackjack dealers here in town. Or something like that, or
1: her mom was a showgirl, like like she says her mom was. I
3: think her mom was a showgirl. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's, I think it's exactly like that.
1: And so this, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Out of all the scenes in this movie, the one that pissed me off the most was when she was telling the, the trucker like how to play craps. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and, 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 she, and she was like put it on a hard eight. I'm like no. Yeah, she's
3: <laughs> like, she's like, play the pass eight.
1: line. I'm like everybody plays the pass line. That's, you have to play the
3: pass line to play the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and so like so like she plays. She tells him play the pass line. He wins on the pass line. Then she's like play the field. And then he wins on the field. And then she's like, Heart put it on the heart i I'm like, You never put it on the heart <laughs> Well,
3: you know what's even weirder is uh the game's already go. I, mean, I can, I mean, I know how to play craps, so I'm not gonna get into it. But yeah, they don't know how to play craps. They're just like, no, eh. I
0: don't know how to play, the only time I've ever played craps is literally, no. I had somebody narrating yeah. what, it was exactly. Was it Jenny Lewis? It was almost like this scene, except yeah. it wasn't a 12 year old girl. Yeah. You want it was go- a giant black dude named Mr. Yeah. Cook.
1: <laughs> well, well to, to anyone who knows anything about craps, when you play like the hard eight bet, it's a, it's a 30 to one odds. So like mm, if, you know, yeah, for, every, like that, for every yeah. dollar you bet, you get $30. Now, typically if you're gonna play that bet you put down one dollar in the hopes to win 30 because after every roll the that those bets are like cleared now they put everything on heart eight and so like there's like an astronomical chance that they were going to win that but like i guess in order to get 400 dollars, they needed to win the heart eight or something well it
2: is the wizard
1: yeah but but it, it was the girl um, telling people like you know well, what to do. Well, Jenny
2: had skills. Yeah, too. She grew
1: up in Reno, man. She's yeah, street she smart. She's truckers, savvy.
2: Knows truckers. Biggest this, little city in the world. This is a one star fest.
4: Oh, you
0: guys suck! Are we going to get into it? Let's do final thoughts. All right. So um, I don't think I've ever seen this entire movie. I have seen it before because I remember the the kid going California. So I've I know it's in my head somewhere, but I've, I've this is like a first watch basically for me. And uh I hated almost every single minute. Oh my god. The, the only parts that were even slightly redeeming is when the truckers came and beat the shit out of the fricking bounty hunter and um and you know the, the 30 seconds where we get to see somebody play Mario Brothers three. Like that that was really the only thing. I, I loved the entire video game tournament. So oh, that, that, oh yeah. that freaking announcer, I am not even joking. He had to have been on cocaine. <laughs> did,
1: did did you notice yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, it's 89. Yeah. yeah. Did did you notice where they held the uh the uh tournament was in in Right now, it's a Transformers ride in mm-hmm. Universal Studios Hollywood, but it's right next to the Jurassic Park yeah. exhibit in Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah, I've been there. I've, I, Dude, I was that like 12-year-old kid who went on the Jurassic Park ride
0: over and over and over again for like three hours. This is this
2: getting extra points from you? That
0: was me. No, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> um, this, is, this is by far the most one-star-ish crap fest I've ever seen in my life. This is a terrible movie. I hate everybody in it, and I don't ever want to see it again.
2: Could you fix it?
0: Make the entire movie about video game Armageddon. The whole, just the whole hour and a half, just have the
1: kid Beating the shit out of other yeah. kids at and, video games and have have Fred Savage be the the wizard. Sure, know? yeah. Um, like the the big problem with this movie, you don't is
3: like the, like like the autistic wizard.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's
1: it's basically Rain Man, but We're not yeah. video games. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a it's like a nine
0: year old Rain Man. It's terrible. Yeah, Fred Savage is Tom Cruise. And uh-huh. that's, yeah, exactly. yeah. and Jimmy's freaking uh, Dustin Hoffman. You
2: got it. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, Penelope Cruz, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was in that movie, right? Wasn't she? It's
0: been a minute since I've seen it. I don't remember. Anyway. Um what's what's the start of you? What, what is What movies? The blah. amount that
2: you like it is starting I'm, to affect our friendship. I I'm
0: think. staggered right now. I can't believe you actually are defending this movie. Okay. What do you give it?
3: You guys are jerks. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you're, you're,
4: you're
3: taking it way out of context of what it is. It's a freaking kids movie about video games. Oh, I have never I saw it no. when I was eight years old. I loved it. And I still have a place in my heart for this movie. It is really fun. It's a kid's movie. It is straight up a kid's movie. It doesn't make any sense to anybody but kids. And if you're an eight-year-old who loved Nintendo in 1989, this movie was no, great.
0: No. The, it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. It doesn't work. That is not a valid defense for a movie. Just saying. Because then, then you're just saying, it's okay that it's stupid because it's meant for small people. We use it for... It's a comedy,
3: so we'll give it this rating. <laughs> it's a kids movie. It's a kids movie. It's really fun. It's got it's got tons of people you love in it. Um, the story is is just fun. Okay, it's just fun. I didn't say it's good. I said it's fun. <laughs> it, it's it's Stand by Me. It's Rain Man. It's it's
0: it's, it's all the best things I of
3: can't. my. Oh my god
0: nostalgia he's, he's just like sticking a fork in the spaghetti and just twirling it up he's
2: sticking a fork
3: in a light plug
0: <laughs> and just loving every second of
3: it you guys don't understand well, how many stars how many you stars? guys don't understand what it's like to be a young boy wanting to run away from home and go to a video game tournament with your artistic brother i realized how much fun that would have been watching this movie
1: hitchhiking all the way
3: dude i'd love to hitchhike Every eight-year-old wanted to run away from home and hitchhike and, and, and go play a video game tournament after watching this movie. Okay. I'm not going to give it a rating because you, <gasps> you guys are jerks. No, you have to. Come you on. You have to. hurting my feelings. It's It's like my childhood is stupid to you morons.
4: <laughs> Ten! <laughs> Ten out of five! Oh my God. <laughs> okay. You
2: are an absurd person. <laughs>
4: It's Jude. a fun movie.
3: <laughs> I loved every second of it. You're insane. Oh, okay, I loved every right, second of it. All right, all right. It's got uh, Christian Slater. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> Between oh, him and Fred sh- Savage, they were the coolest kids in Hollywood at the time.
4: Okay.
0: It's a big
3: deal. All right. I don't care how much money it made. The movie's fun. <laughs> you guys are dicks.
0: <laughs> Jude. Did you get one star? Crap fest.
2: This is a one star crap okay. fest. I hate it so much. I'm mad at every single person who was involved with making this movie.
3: They're reading a Nintendo Power <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's like my childhood on a toilet right there.
2: For me, the only way that this movie could have improved is if you had turned it into a horror movie and killed everyone. <laughs>
0: my God. Okay. <sighs> the uh, the the video game announcer.
1: Uh, fondled that girl's pigtails.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cross the line, I mean, man. You can be president today. Cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think it's funny that like the the image that this movie had of like a girl who's good at video games is that girl. What? Who's the, the, the horse faced uh, pigtails? Oh, oh, oh damn. Man. Um, ow! She's the kind of girl don't leave the room too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like this looks like the type of girl would be good at video games. Mm-hmm. Ow. Oh,
2: and yeah, and then like as soon as everybody gets to Universal and sees Jimmy in the tournament, oh. it's all okay.
0: Don't don't even get me started on why the parents were at Universal Studios while their child was missing. The, the video yes. armageddon. <laughs> the video armageddon. That's why they went. Yeah, I went to Nickelodeon Studios when I was a kid, and I got to go
3: on a show. Uh, it was a it was a pilot. And I got to play video games on the show. You were on pilot. Yeah, I was on
1: pilot. So I, I beat the girl.
3: <laughs> I was gonna let a girl so, beat me in video so games. So
1: at a, at a certain point, the bounty hunter calls up the parents yes. uh, of Joshua and tells them Jimmy. that of Jimmy, <laughs> Joshua, and tells them that I'm getting my video game. Ready, <laughs> yeah, and and tells them that they're they're headed to this video game tournament, and and so like that's why the parents showed up there. It wasn't just like oh like they're they kind of yeah. came out of the blue. There's continuity. Yeah, yeah. That
2: kid has been saying California for at least a year and they won't take him there until he takes himself there. And they're like, I guess we'll go to fuck them. I hate those parents they are stupid. I hate them. I'm with Jude well yeah they're bad parents they're horrible parents Yeah, they're neglecting
3: and then they hate each other
0: they tried to put them in a home and you just know, leave them there
3: you know it's just a good example of why the nuclear family
1: should be supported in this country so, and how we <laughs> so <laughs> the evil stepdad was the one who wanted to put them in in the home the mother was very conflicted about it evil stepdad yeah it's a disney movie all of a sudden uh okay it's if- a kid's movie <laughs> final rating
0: there's a wizard
2: there's a wizard she should (laughs) have stabbed the stepdad in his sleep murdered him and gone on the run to california with her kid end of story
1: i'm down for that movie Kadesh. final thoughts give it a rating so this is very much a movie that's a product of its time and if you don't know a lot of the context around like the making of the movie and like when it came out and stuff like that and you're just judging it based off its merits as a movie it's not very good um like to me like i i wouldn't go so far as to call it a one-star crap fest but this is definitely like a two-star movie in my opinion it's just you know, you know two-thirds of this movie is not very good it's just like a, a movie about a road trip gone wrong and like they're hustling people using uh this kid playing video games and it's just not very believable that they'd be <laughs> jack gave a men. five to euro trip last week <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> Oh, 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 overall, like I didn't hate this movie as much as as um, you know uh, my lovely lady here and uh, and Alex. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you gonna call me? Uh, <laughs> but
3: these broads <laughs> over here. But,
1: but I, I feel like all their criticisms are valid, and and so like I can't really give this thing anything more than a two because it's just like an it's a movie. It's an okay movie. All right, that's enough salt for uh, the wizard
0: i don't even know what to say about it i wouldn't go watch don't jesus christ all right moving on the next one on let your our, kids watch it. no no they wouldn't get it the next one on our list is 1984's the last starfighter which might be the best movie on our list this week we'll find out stay tuned we'll be right back welcome back everybody hey if you want to join a fan fantastic community. Go to saltynerddiscord.com. That is where you can find our Discord server. And it is a absolute wonderful place to say that. And I'm not just saying that because I own it and regulate it and do all the fun stuff in it, but it truly is my go-to social media app. I love hanging out with the people in Discord. We have a ton of fun. We chat all kinds of different things. We have a chat room for almost every different show that we watch and different types of things uh, pop culture news all kinds of really fun stuff and also we do trivia parties with jude over here once a month for our club members area stuff and uh, we also do watch parties every monday night that's open to the public and uh, we'll pop in there randomly sometimes if we just want to share something with you guys we'll do a quick text we'll shout out everybody and say hey we're doing something special Uh, as of late we've been doing our podcast live raw unedited on our discord app you can listen to us on tuesday mornings And uh, jump in, jump into the chat. R2, the icky is in there. Uh, Aaron from Down Under, Australia, he's in there right now. We have a ton of fun chatting with these guys. So head over to saltynerdiscord.com and join a fantastic community. The next movie on our list is The Last Starfighter. Uh, A little gem, a little gem in the 80s. And I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys. Uh, So Jude, take it away. All right. What is The Last Starfighter all about?
2: 1984, The Last Starfighter. Rated PG with a runtime of one hour, 41 minutes. This had a budget of $15 million. Alex, what do you think this brought into
4: the box office?
0: Um, 38 million.
4: Thomas?
3: I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna say like 25, if that. 28. Yeah, mm. if that.
4: Mm-mm. Okay. Ready? It's,
3: yeah, go for it.
2: Hometown video game hero, Alex Rogan was just moping around the trailer park when a mysterious man rolls up and offers him some candy. When the mystery mobile turns into a spaceship, Alex ends up on the fast track of alien starfighter boot camp. This is why you shouldn't get in cars with strangers. He's been recruited into the onboarding Star League to fight in the war against zur Alex wanted to do something cool with his life, but he was thinking more along the lines of going to college. When the evil Zur attacks Rylos, and the entire Star League gets blown up. It's up to Alex to defend the frontier against the Takeover, for he is the last starfighter. With his beta unit back on Earth awkwardly pretending to be him, he heads back into the stars, guns blazing with his navigator Grig. And the two of them are all that stands in the way of Xur and the Kodan Armada, taking control of all the worlds in the stars. Discuss.
3: This I, this movie doesn't make any sense and it's stupid.
0: I shut up. You're just jealous because like we just destroyed the wizard because ruining ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a probably an unearned amount of nostalgia for this movie.
4: Okay, because
0: I have like I've I've seen it, seen it before for sure, and I what, liked it. At
3: what age did you
0: see it? I, young, really. That, young. That's important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was really young. I watched it. and I was like, oh, that's freaking cool. Like I just remember it being fun. And it was just enjoyable. And it was like, a, oh, that would be cool if that was me. Like, what if I play video games and it's a freaking test? Like, I, I understand. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I'm not old enough to have enjoyed this when it was out in, yeah, in I mean, the either. era. Like, uh, when you were a young kid and you see this movie in theaters. I wasn't there. But I did see it at the appropriate age when it later on. And I remember really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And despite it not really holding up as far as, like, VFX and stuff like that, I think it's, it's worthy of its kind of spot in the 80s culture it's a lot of fun. And I really want to ask Matthew Kadish <laughs> one question because I know I am actually a fan of his books, Earthman Jack, and there's so many ties to this movie and your books. And I'm I'm wondering was this like the thing that sparked that flame to make you write your books?
1: Yeah, so this movie had probably the most um influence in the creation of the Earthman Jack books that that I wrote um everything from like you know the kid in the trailer park to being good at video games and that translating into like you know flying a spaceship and stuff like that that like i grew up on this movie this movie is a very special movie to me i loved it i mean it's every little boy's fantasy to like you know be good at a video game and get caught up in like this adventure up in space and stuff like that and this movie more than any other movie of the time i think kind of embodied it uh, when this movie came out, there was, um, you know it was kind of like the Spielberg Golden Age. It was Spielberg and Lucas who kind of like had the the fantasy science fiction market cornered. And everyone was doing knockoffs of like Star Wars and E.T and things of that nature. And Nick Castle and Jonathan R. Utel um, who directed and wrote this movie respectively. They were trying to to do something that captured the the wonder and fantasy of science fantasy. But at the same time, they were trying to do stuff that wouldn't get them compared to Spielberg or Lucas. And so, like, originally, um, it, this movie was set in the suburbs. But that was, like, Spielberg's thing was, like, the suburbs kid. And so they were like, well, what if we set it in a trailer park and made them, like, super poor? And then, you know, um, like the whole, you know, Star Wars type thing, it was it was very different from, like, you know, the evil empire fighting, like, you know, this rebellion Um, like the, the star force was like the the thing that protected the entire galaxy. And, uh, you were, uh, they were fighting against this outcome or this outside threat. And so like, there was a lot of stuff in this movie that I grew up just like loving and it, it became ingrained in my head. And when I started writing my own kind of like science fiction thing, this was kind of like one of the biggest influences on it. Yeah. You can definitely
0: tell, especially the first 10 or so chapters is it, it feels like it's taken this. And then just kind of like expounded upon it. And, and it, I'm not doing this cause I'm your friend, but your freaking books, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I had a ton of fun with this movie. It was, I don't know, man, it's just, it's kind of heartwarming, fun, little adventure. I just wish, I wish it had aged as well as something like star Wars had. So uh, Jude real quick, what did you, what's your general opening thoughts on this movie?
2: Oh, I love this movie. This is also like something that I feel very nostalgic about. And, and also, um, Catherine Mary Stewart is in this and I just love her in the eighties. She's in one of my all time favorite movies, night of the comet. And like, honestly, anything that she's in, I will watch, especially if it's from the eighties. And, um, I think it's just such a fun concept. And I think every kid, especially in the eighties and maybe today too, I don't know kids brains now. Um, even though I have one. Um, but like when you were a kid growing up, like you you, you wanted to be that special kid. You mm-hmm. wanted something awesome to happen to you. And this is, uh, this movie allows it to happen and you can put yourself in that position. And yeah. it's just fun.
3: Uh, Tom. Uh, one of my favorite movies growing up, uh, Last Starfighter, big time. Uh, uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid um and rewatching it i mean it's got problems it it, it doesn't hold it doesn't hold up the story doesn't make any sense
0: the story Uh, doesn't make any sense oh it's
3: stupid Uh, uh, when you realize that zur is like comic relief and he's not actually the oh he's not intimidating at all he's not even the villain he's just some clown that's on board with the klingon warship (laughs) and 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 they're like this guy talking again yeah he's like a star trek hologram like like he had the code to get through the barrier and that's the only reason he's there so he's not even the real bad guy
0: no it's it's like a joke
4: yeah, uh,
3: there's, there's what, like 12 people in this defense force. <laughs> and there's like one ship with like 13 ships that, that are, that's it. We're gonna take over the whole universe now. Um, a lot of it's dumb, but uh, fun movie from my childhood. Uh these guys said it best. It, it, it literally is what every kid wanted to do. Like, yeah. I wanted to be really badass at a video game and be like, oh, you just got recruited into the Starfleet. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, for sure. want
0: that. So yeah. we all know the opening of the scene. We get uh, Alex, who is the main character of this movie. He plays this video game. He's got the top score. And that sets off a trigger that says, hey, we've got somebody here. Oh, who- my
2: God the reaction of everybody in the trailer park. When oh, they were so
4: excited. But it's not
0: fair. was so
2: sad it was like a cu- that this is the most exciting thing that's ever Dude, happened to them. they're like,
3: hugging and kissing and crying. Because he got a high score in a video yeah, game. Yeah, they're, they're giving babies to him. Like, this is, <laughs> raise my child.
4: <laughs> that <laughs> scene
3: is effing ridiculous. It's so funny so though. Sad. The old man smoking a pipe going,
1: boy, you're gonna waste your whole life. Wait a minute,
3: he gonna get a high score? <laughs> everybody
4: get the fuck over here. <laughs>
1: So, so look, this movie came out the year after uh, War Games did. Yes, and we saw what the level of technology in War Games was. Yeah. So, like, uh, in this situation where you actually have like, um, like a video game that has like 3D models in it, like, 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 like at the, the wireframe models, yeah. yeah. At, at the time, that was like revolutionary, well, the, and and so like the fact that like there's like this one video game at this trailer park that, um, you know, only one person in the trailer park is actually like good at. It's kind of like when you used to go over to your friend's place and watch them play video games and the the guy who's the best at the video games would be the one playing it and you'd be like cheering them on and it was entertainment, you know? Mm -hmm. It was fun, yeah, it's no different than going to a football game. You're not good at football, but the dude
0: on the field is, and then you're cheering him on. But I did, I do get it because literally, like, people crowd around him and they're all like cheering and hooping and hollering. Like, I could understand just if it,
2: shaking it, it's shaking each other, yeah. like, they
4: can't <laughs> believe this <laughs> is happening.
0: Like, if it was like you know, his brother, his younger brother, his girlfriend, yeah. maybe a couple of his buddies or something, it's like it, I would everyone. buy it. No, it's literally the entire freaking trailer park. Excited. <laughs> everyone can't believe this. They're gonna be happening.
2: talking about this for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: so funny, it is very goofy and funny but anyway so his his high score triggers the events that kind of set forth the rest of the movie and it sends a message to centauri uh is that how you say his name centauri who is like he's the one who kind of placed that test there and did we mention before that that it was supposed to be in las vegas earlier yeah it's supposed to be in las vegas i missed that bit of dialogue. When he did he says say it that? early in the beginning, because like, they, they drop it. It's like, oh, I was
3: supposed to go to Las Vegas. That's some podunk spot. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, Vegas was pretty podunk in 1984, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not too sure what you mean. Yeah, they
2: had mm. mob. They had well, more, I, figured,
3: yeah. I, I figured they'll drop it off at Circus Circus and it'll, it'll, it'll work itself it out. It'll
2: still be there well, today. It, well,
3: <laughs> well, 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 So the whole thing about Centauri... Well, that's my idea for a sequel in on this one, ah. is that they find an old one and plug it in and then, like, they actually come to bring the kid back. You know, it's like, oh, shit, this kid broke the high score, too? Like the last Starfighter
2: yeah, because- meets Jumanji? Exactly. Yeah, why yeah. yeah, why not?
3: Because at the end, is it's, it's I mean, it's a, Oh, it
1: it's, sets up an open. It, yeah.
3: it sets up something. I don't know <laughs> why. Yes, yeah,
1: so, but the whole thing with Centauri is basically he designed this video game in order to find people who would be good for, like, the Star League on Earth. And so he meant to distribute them um, in population centers where lots of people would be able to play them. So because he, he gets paid for every recruit he brings to... Um, you know, the, the, the Starfleet Mm -hmm. and, uh, basically, um, this one video game, um, accidentally got shipped to this trailer park somehow, instead of going to Vegas. And he was like, you know, it must have been fate because like, you know, you're the best that we've ever found. Mm-hmm. And so like he it's kind of weird because Centauri is a bit of a headhunter for, you know, Yeah, he don't play by the stuff.
2: rules. He's not even supposed to be recruiting Earthlings.
1: Yeah, was it just They're not in the Star yeah,
3: League? It really seemed like he kidnapped this kid from yeah. Earth and sold him into slavery. Yeah. And he was like, All right, bro. Piss. And then when he's like, "I go don't kill some aliens." He's like, "I don't want
2: to go to wards." And Terry's like, "Oh, why are you a coward?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: dude is legit, probably the biggest villain in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, a- <laughs> he's he's more menacing
1: than the freaking goofball, freaking uh, uh, case oh, oh, we're, 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 where, he, where he takes his human face off or his human disguise. Oh, when I was a kid, that freaked yes. me out so much. Oh, yeah, the first exactly. time I saw this movie, I was freaked the hell out by and that in the beta unit yes. i still have nightmares oh, about,
3: that face. So, so about that okay. face so
0: okay oh God. yeah we gotta it's set, like set that up so eyeballs. when they when they take alex off the planet they have to replace him with a body double which is a robot that kind of mimics his his looks and his personality and stuff To so that it doesn't like Raise a bunch of yeah, hubbub. They, they
2: shake hands in the car mm-hmm.
0: and get his DNA. Yeah, it gets yeah. his DNA.
2: <laughs> and then, DNA all over me. <laughs> and then he gets out and pretends to be Alex, but like it takes like a night yeah. for him to like change into Alex. He's just got the blanket over his head. Yeah. And they show him before he's Ugh. like finished oh. transforming and it looks like the creepiest nightmare it shit.
0: Ter- it if good. I was his little brother and I saw that shit with oh, yeah. if- Freak out, dude. Oh, that would have that, yeah, that yeah. like,
2: ruined my yeah. life.
0: Like pulls the cover down and it's like this freaking oozing looking kind of yeah, slimy face, face with like bug eyes pulsing pulsing. and there's like
1: LEDs oh. in the brain, super creepy. So the funny thing about the beta unit is that um, when they were doing test screenings for the film, uh, originally the beta unit wasn't in it all that much. But uh, there was that scene where basically Alex comes home and the beta units in the bottom bunk and Mm -hmm. they have that exchange. And in the test screenings, uh, people loved that scene so much that they were like, we got to put more of the beta unit in. And so they went back and they reshot a bunch of scenes um, just to have like the beta unit give some like comic relief to the movie. So the scene Mm -hmm. where he takes his head off and he's like fixing his ear. The scene and where then
2: he makes the head shake back and forth yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the scene where like they, they go out camping and he's, he's like, you know, trying to <laughs> sweet <darling>. talk. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to, to sweet talk his girlfriend. Um, but uh, it was kind of funny. Cause when we were watching it, Jude was like, why does Alex's hair look so weird? And it was because the actor, uh, had Shaved it, had cut his hair mm-hmm. in between, like when the movie finished filming and doing the reshoots. And so, like, they had to put a wig on him. This is
3: like a samurai cop situation. It kind of, weird. yeah. <laughs> they, they
1: samurai <laughs> it. exactly. And, and so, like, nice w- reference. And, and so, like, whenever you see the beta unit scenes later on in the movie, Alex's hair looks weird because, like, yeah. it's a wig. I was like, hmm. yeah, his
2: hair looks really wiggy. Which
1: in actually, scene.
0: like, strangely fits <laughs> the circumstance kind because. A he's robot, a robot but at the
2: same time I was like but why?
0: <laughs> because he's not very good at his job, dude. Yeah. yeah, he didn't
3: he was very beta. Oh, yeah, he was he was, was <laughs> some <somewhat> of <laughs> alpha unit, he's you know, just, know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, not a, an alpha He was a beta all. cook. So, <laughs> what <laughs> do you want me to do with that thing?
1: I mean, a beta just, cook. Sp- <laughs> speaking of bad hair, speaking of bad hair, the Rylans, uh, which is like the Star League race. Oh god. They, they all look like old like grandmas and grandpas Yeah, because yeah. Of, like the hair. They're, They're all really weird. They have like
0: they have like this weird ring the Homer Simpson, the Homer. Yeah. Homer Simpson, Captain Picard, but like to like an extreme, and then they have these bulging foreheads, yeah. like a, like a freaking Ferengi or something. It was a very, very strange uh,
1: way of going about creating these characters. Yeah. yeah so, like, they designed the the Colan first, which are like the, the evil race, which is kind of like demonic. And they wanted something that was very, like, opposite that. Uh, and so, like, let's
2: make them look like grandpas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they tried to make them look like a cross between angels and cats what yes. oh what, dear what, god just, where did you read that shit <laughs> <laughs> did you make that up uh, th- th- this is from robin cobb who did like the special effects. you were
3: sleeping <laughs> and, and <laughs> angels and yeah, cats cat
0: Listen, people. <laughs> i'm going to
1: show you a picture of zur yeah. and i want you to tell me if you get angels <laughs> or cats out of that <laughs> well, well eventually they, um, the um the special effects supervisor was like at a certain point we were just locked into this design and we couldn't change it yeah and uh, I think that's one of the worst parts of, of this movie is yeah. like is like the Rylans just like look ridiculous. Yeah. Look I
2: like the tentacle alien.
1: Oh, I'll give him a shit ton of credit for like
0: when Alex shows up to the actual, um, I don't know, main event or whatever, when he goes to the recruitment the of, main event, the main event, the mm-hmm. recruitment ceremony. And he's walking in there and he's, he's like passing by all these alien creatures. I'll give them credit for going out of their way to make like really weird looking aliens. Because yeah. I mean, like, the easiest. A lot easiest, of
2: diversity in that crew.
0: Exactly. Like, the easiest way they could have gone is like old school Star Trek and just had a bunch of humans like painted different colors. See, so like, what you really appreciate the diversity
3: of, of the uh, aliens. Of
1: yes, <laughs> I do. It's like. It's a like, diversity
0: initiative. Like, look, they have men,
1: women, yeah. other. Yeah. Squid people. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> Well, well, Greg, the, the Navigator alien. He just looks um, like a giant penis. No, I, <laughs> well, is, is it, I, it I, the same alien from Enemy, enemy Mine? It looks yes, very so it's similar. Yes,
3: 100%. Thing. I thought the same thing. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Louis Gossett Jr. as well. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not. I'm <laughs> gonna gonna sure? Have, yeah. I'm going to have, have look, to Google but that. I, I'm just going to believe that it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. In my heart, yeah. that is Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's the same
1: alien from Enemy Mine. And no, he has a
2: baby. He
1: has a baby. It's an actor named Dan no O'Hearley. You're, you're ruining this for
2: us. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. You're,
2: you're yucking I, my yum here, yeah. Kate.
0: Let, let me live my lies. I, I know I'm not supposed, like, I probably shouldn't think this, but every time that dude was on screen, I just thought, like, oh, my God, his head looks like a giant penis. Like, that's what all can like, your a penis look
4: like. It's,
1: it's got the little <laughs> yeah, freaking. Kind of penis look at? <laughs> <laughs> Well, is you it see. <laughs>
3: Isn't yours all
0: scabby? We kind of you? No, I mean, like, he's got, like, the freaking forehead with the little ring around it, and it's shaped, it's just a weird shaped head. You guys you have, not, are? am I the only one who thinks this? Do you, do you have a weird shaped head? We're still talking
3: about your penis? <laughs> <A little bit laughs> what,
1: what
0: are we
4: talking I, I mean, about? Are we talking
1: about circumcised or uncircumcised? I must have seen the this tournament? movie like a thousand times growing oh, up sure. and never once. Am I the it, only it person who penis. thinks that? Your brain goes You're right right telling me dicks? that
0: dude doesn't look like a freaking. You went right
1: to dicks. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't think it either. I didn't I think thought so. thought enemy mind. I, I thought and it looked it, kind of like a turtle. And,
1: and Jude's mind naturally goes to dick.
2: Seriously. <laughs> it's weird that you thought of it was Of all the people,
1: dicks. I thought Jude would be on my side.
2: I'm He's, just not there with you, buddy. He looks like a walking
1: dickhead. No. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not Okay, kidding. all right. I guess I'm alone on that hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and the, the leader of the Star League, Yeah. Uh, Endurin, uh, I've he, seen a lot of penises. Yeah, the, okay, the, all right. Ch- I'm moving.
2: The chat agrees with me. No, nobody thought it was a dick. Damn it.
0: Here I am alone on my hill. I've seen a lot, a lot of, of dicks. A mountain of dicks.
2: <laughs> Alex is standing alone on a mountain of dicks.
0: You're going to die on your mountain of dicks. What alone. To die. Yeah. Alone on a mountain of dicks. <laughs> God damn it. I'll, I'll suck a mountain of dicks for justice. Hey, does anybody else think
3: Centauri's car looks exactly like the Val car from Team America? And no, I, yeah and the, the entire time I'm expecting him to say now suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> but he's in there he's like now
0: suck my dick
3: what it was
1: actually modeled after the DeLorean
3: yeah of know, course it, it was a four-door
0: DeLorean, it's a four door DeLorean it's the 80s everything's modeled after the freaking DeLorean I mean it's a fun movie man yeah, well, it's great it's movie.
2: got like the privacy screen in it too yeah, yeah. Like, very this, fancy this came don't, don't, out
3: right before Ender's Game as well and I mean the whole video game concept of like uh, a, a young man like fighting a galactic war. I mean, I think this movie inspired more than, than, than we think, you know, if you really think about it, probably, I mean,
1: probably. Yeah. Um, the, the leader of the star league in Duran, um, doesn't he remind you of the guy at the end of star star Wars that uh, gives like the briefing on, on the death star? Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I got sure. those vibes. Yeah, sure. With the, you know, he's up there and
0: you know, the plans provided by princess Leia. Yeah.
1: hundred <laughs> percent. I got you. Yeah. I just, I love this movie. Like you're right. It it doesn't really hold up over Mm -hmm. time. The storyline is kind of all over the place, but at the same time, like there's just something about it. Like there's this X factor to this movie that just makes it so like, like fun to watch, Mm -hmm. even though you, you know that like, it's not a great movie It makes you want to be part of it. Yeah. 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 Like, like there are bits and pieces to this movie that are just like timeless in a way and they just get ingrained in your brain and you're just like, Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I like watching that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It definitely has a good heart. It has a good message. It has a good heart. It has a good fantasy element to it. Mm Even the
2: beta unit, like he's trying his best. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, dude, the whole funny. She's like, geez, Alex, laugh. And he's like, he like laughs like a fucking,
1: oh, like a a freaking, like a Joker, like a (laughs) Batman villain. And and I love how he keeps like screwing up his relationship with Maggie. Oh, God. He just doesn't understand sex or anything like that.
0: That bit where they're camping and he's like listening in on
1: somebody else who is a complete freak. They're weirdos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he's like mimicking what this guy's saying to like make the. And that
2: guy's making like with his
1: cowboy hat on too by the way oh yeah he's yeah yeah yeah, yeah, but the the guy's girl is mad at him so he's like trying to whisper sweet nothings to her and and the beta unit's like regurgitating this to try to get maggie uh to like stop being mad at him right and at a certain point the the cowboy hat guy is like babe none of the other girls meant anything to me you're the only one (laughs) and he says the same (laughs) thing to his girlfriend and she's like she, what other just, girls?
4: she decks it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And he's
2: like, oh, do you want me to talk dirty to you now? Because that's what the girl said. When he was like, nobody else meant anything to me. It's always you. And she's like, shut up and talk oh, dirty to me man. now.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny because so like a big influence on this film was the Wizard of Oz. They kind of used uh, the Wizard of Oz framing devices to um, base the, the main plot around. And, uh, you know, you got like the floating head, which was like, you know, the Oz great powerful and, uh, you know, stuff along those lines. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think beta unit was meant to be like the tin man or scarecrow or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, But one of the, the characters I want to point out in this movie is, uh, the little brother Lewis. Huh. what a perv! And, 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 and so, 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 like, he's got his collection of playboys, which you know, growing up in the eighties, like that's what you had when you were like his age. You know, when I first but,
2: saw this, I thought it was Alex's playboys, but now I don't think so. I think they were there, Lewis's. No, they're, they're just is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he
3: says, is, "I'm going to tell your mom about your playboys." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Goes, I Who, always Who? thought
2: that. I always thought that he got them from oh, Alex.
0: he was specifically looking for,
1: like the June he centerfold. Was like, Where the hell's
2: June? I'm like, yeah. why <laughs> is that your voice? <laughs>
4: That was super weird. Well,
1: well, well it, it's funny because Alex has Maggie and Maggie's hairstyles throughout the movie are kind of inspired by Dorothy from the uh, Wizard of Oz. Mm. Oh, okay, um, but, with the braids. But, but it's also kind of weird because like her original hairstyle when we first meet Maggie is the exact same hairstyle as Alex's mom. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, the 80s. It yeah, was popular back then. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh, but Lewis, when we first meet him, so he's got like this space helmet on, and he's just going around casually like ganking people with his like little dart gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like walking around just like shooting like left and right, and he's like a, Perfect marksman to Listen,
2: it's a trailer park. There's not a lot to do. <laughs>
1: right. Well, we've
0: established that because <laughs> yeah. the high score was like a college football game. Yeah. So, huh.
1: so uh, <laughs> we we should also mention. So this is Will Wheaton's first movie. How so? Cause I've I yeah, did not I did not see. Will I don't Be know before. where he is. Where is they he? At? Cut him
4: out. Yeah, yeah.
1: So basically, there were some scenes where Will Wheaton was one of lewis's friends, and you know he lived in the trailer park, and you can kind of see him in the background and in, in certain scenes. But originally, he had some dialogue, and they just cut the character out of, of the movie. So, so, like, unless you know where to look to find him, like, you're not going to see him. Because he's spot. still credited with a name. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't
2: catch it until I was yeah. watching the, yeah. the end credits. And I was uh-huh. like, wait a minute. Will Wheaton's in this? In case you didn't even believe me, we had to rewind the
1: credits. <laughs> yeah. For as many times <laughs> as I've seen this movie, I never noticed. I never noticed that never noticed. Do you guys remember what scene he was in? So, I, I think there are two scenes. And it's always, like, uh, at the beginning when um, they're going through, like, the uh, trailer park. You can kind of see him in the background somewhere. And then at the end, when Alex is like going up in the spaceship, Mm -hmm. he's in the crowd there. Um, You have to really look for him though. Okay.
0: I'll I'll see if I can pull that up. Um, Gosh. what else do I want to say? Okay. So let's talk about the graphics. Because that, that's really what took well, me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, was a, it was
2: 1984.
0: I understand
3: that. But you here's got, the thing. You have to think about what was close. I mean, Tron was the closest Tron thing.
0: Tron would be the
1: closest thing I yeah. can see to, to this. When but, did Tron come out? 82. I don't remember. Um, so but, this is actually the first movie to use computer generated yeah, this is the first scenes yeah. in, in, in a feature film. Not Tron? I thought Tron had that title I'm
2: looking it up right now. I don't
1: think Tron had CGI. It just uh, looked like CGI. Tron was 82. Oh, because they use like film trickery, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But this is the first. You got to think like like this was Atari time. Yeah. yeah. And this is what you get. This yeah. is actually very. I mean, if you're talking about, I mean, it does not age well. No, it doesn't. It's going to take until the late 90s before you see a console that can even stand up to this. Yeah. But, but the thing about I mean, the, really? these
1: special effects, it, it's kind of funny because they started doing the special effects like as the movie started shooting, and it would take so long to render out like a, a believable, like, um, oh, 35 yeah. millimeter. Oh yeah. No um, doubt. You know, uh, computer image that they were, they almost didn't have them all done by the time the movie was set to be released because like the rendering time was just like days mm-hmm. for like every single, like, oh, like scene it. that had it Well, it's there. like
3: when, when they, when they made Jurassic park, I mean, you guys seen the, the movies that made us, right. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how, like the effort it took, the them, effort to it took yeah. them to make it even look. Re- I mean, it was down to the wire. They, they, they didn't invent that shit. But until they, the day before, they had. But here's it the thing,
0: though. Like Jurassic Park, like still holds up twenty some odd years oh, later, yeah. oh, right? Yeah, this movie, no. Mm, no, no, no. Like no. this is this is one of those times where I look at this movie and I go, so this is. After Star Wars, yeah, like they, if, I said the
3: same thing. I, if they I had, said, when, when did Empire yeah. come out? Because ooh, if yeah. they had, but, but
0: Star
1: Wars was still using models, and that's, and what, I'm and that's, that's what, what I'm saying. But it looked a thousand times. Yeah, if better. they, if you look at the comparison of the
0: two, you're like, okay, here's Star Wars, which is a massively popular franchise by yeah. this point, and you go, we can either do that which works or we can try the super experimental shit that
1: might not work and probably is going to look like shit in five years so so keep keep in mind that like the whole filmmakers mentality on this was that they wanted to be different from lucas and spielberg Mm -hmm. and not Mm. not have those comparisons be put on there and so they didn't want to go with ilm they wanted to do something that was new and different and going full cgi full computer generated was like they're, they're like you're crazy and they're like yeah we're crazy but we're gonna do it anyway yeah
2: and this technology was so new at the time too that so nobody new. nobody thought to themselves oh this is gonna look dated in five years it, that was preposterous well the
3: lawnmower man looks garbage right. and, and that came out 10 years after this mm-hmm. this is better than lawnmower man i've never even heard of that movie Have you ever seen terrible. lawnmower man and pierce no. Brosnan.
1: What? It's like Jeff a, Fahey?
3: It's, it, it's like Star Fox graphics. That, 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 oh, it's real bad. It's real bad. And it came out 10 years after this. So, I mean, we really can't shit on it too much. The problem
0: is 40 years later, it does. It does not hold up. I've never I've never heard of it. That sounds horrifying. What? Um, but besides that, like really besides the the, the bad in CGI. my perspective, the dated CGI and the bad like. There's not a lot wrong with this movie. I, I, you've kind of pointed out like, oh, we're going to take over the universe with like two ships or whatever. That's kind of a little goofy. Um, but there's, there's this one thing that they introduced in this movie that I, I was kind of like, I, I didn't remember that was in this movie. And they're like, oh, it's the, uh, the Death Blossom. Uh, They're like, oh, we're gonna pull out the death blossom. Don't touch that button. It has catastrophic freaking consequences if you touch the death blossom. Was it the Omega Thirteen or something? Yes, the Omega Thirteen device. Right. So I'm sitting there. I'm going, I don't remember the death blossom. This is fascinating. I'm like, this was at that point in the movie where I was like, I don't remember the rest of this movie. This is gonna be fun. (laughs) And like, you know, they do their little freaking hideaway thing. They turn off their their reactors and they hide from the Armada and they get behind it. They do like a little Star Fox spider thing, which is fun. And then they're like, We we're outnumbered. We don't know what else. God damn it, the freaking beta <laughs> unit. That is so scary. I'm sorry. The beta unit just popped up so on the screen.
4: Freaky. And we all
0: just kind of jumped out of our skin a little bit. I was a child when i saw that <laughs> i
3: know it's so freaky dude like I, I got like palpitations <laughs> waiting for it because i knew it was coming i'm like the, the, the most god awful unholy image is about to flash in front of my face
0: <laughs> there right. it is beta unit you know, just derailed my whole conversation yeah so But about <laughs>
2: looking like a penis that thing's
1: veiny it's, it, it's- <laughs> get, get, getting back to the death blossom though so like one got of the that. interesting things about this movie is that you know up until this point so like you had star wars kind of like setting the standard for like space combat like like space dogfights, mm-hmm. and in star wars there's always a very definitive up and down mm-hmm. and with this movie they were like we we want to present space as like a three-dimensional space like place mm-hmm. and the death blossom thing is, is basically where like the ship spins around like in every direction and attacks from like every direction <laughs> It was the dumbest moment in the movie for me <laughs> when they're like,
0: "Really?" Like I always thought oh, that was the coolest moment. No, it's it so is st- the coolest moment.
4: No, it's so stupid. Well, oh, like, that's
2: because you watched this as an adult. Yeah, now it step.
0: probably yeah, now it looks stupid. But I- no, not just looks. I mean, just the idea of it. Like, oh, it, like they keep talking this thing up. Like it's this some catastrophe. Like the omega thirteen device. We don't know what it's going to do, but it's going to do some massive damage. What, what, what and he pushes moment? it, and all it does is it—it it just spins his spaceships in circles and shoots randomly. And I'm oh, like, listen, you
2: could. These you- same rides at tr- at carnivals are scary <laughs> as shit, and you cannot you cannot tell me not. You didn't like
0: the gyroscope
1: at the at the <laughs> carnival, did you? Too? Oh, the gyroscope's fine. We're
2: <laughs> not getting on those rides. They're well, scary. Well,
1: the whole thing about uh, the Death Blossom and one of the reasons why like the the Star League spaceships are so advanced is the fact that like one starship um, w- within like a a certain radius could take out like literally like any ship in that radius um, just on its own. And that—that's what the death blossom was, and that was kind of like their their you know um, their last ditch like super weapon type thing for every um, star fleet or star force starship.
0: Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I get what it, they were it trying. Takes to... out the carrier too. No, they do that separately. No, no, no. It's damaged in that same in that same moment. But, is mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yeah. Well, to me, like while I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, so they spin around in circles and they shoot individual lasers just at. Random? No, they were all in the sphere of targeting. You didn't watch this movie. Did I know you? the sphere of targeting. You watched the trailer, and just, you're trying to pass it it's off. It's just no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shooting random laser. Like no, if it the was lasers
2: like, were locked
4: onto the everything computer. Everything. Yeah. Well, why
0: don't you just do that all the time? They had to wait till they were in the sphere.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and also like it drains it all range. the power from yes. from the starship. Right. It's short. a terrible
3: weapon. But let's let's not forget one. Wait, what is the ship called? They call it like a star, a sun fighter or something? Star car. It it actually has a really cool name. What they call it's not it.
0: just Starfighter. No, no you're I, right. It does have a weird name. Yeah,
3: it, but, I can't remember what it is. Though. Yeah, that's that's annoying. something though. Star League Mobile. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was like a Sunfighter or something. It was kind of a cool name. Like like, like you never heard that term before. Okay. I I didn't. know oh, I
0: weird. remember what you're talking about. Yeah, that's I fine. Can't tell you what it is though. But um.
3: But yeah, but one of those takes on the entire fleet that was supposed to be
1: taking over the whole universe. Yeah, there's like 13 warships. Th- th- or they fired three yeah. meteors. Yeah. And, I, and I love the scene where like the the colon. Um, like main ship is, is getting ready to explode. The Conan Armada yeah, flagship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and <laughs> Gunstar. And, Gun, and yeah, Vinny, Gunstar. That's what it's called. Uh, Gunstar, yeah. Great And and the uh, the navigator turns to like the, the captain. He's like, what do we do now, sir? And like the guy's <laughs> monocle comes over his eye and he's like, <laughs> We die We die. <laughs> what a circular <laughs> <freaking laughs> That thing they used like three <laughs> times. <laughs> and it was like <laughs>
0: go yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no clapping.
0: That, that was the go moment right yeah. so it was yeah. like every time something big happens oh, the bad yeah. guy say something and he goes this yeah. little thing folds down and he says something epic and then it changes scenes it was goofy it was probably they're like
1: oh that's a really cool mechanic we got to use that for oh, the- they were
0: very excited about
3: it yeah
1: they were very very excited yeah and it's kind of funny because like the original screenwriter for this movie has been trying to get like a sequel going for like a number of years mm. oh, yeah, I've like, heard like, about like decades yeah. and you know there's been a lot of speculation over like what the sequel would be so like some people say it would be like maggie and alex's kid who kind of grew up on on ryland and and he's kind of returning to earth to try to save it um then there's the, the idea that lewis eventually grows up and finds like the the video game thing and like becomes like the next Starfighter, and and uh then there's the idea that like you could turn this into like an original series just called Starfighter, and it's all about like this like uh frontier war with like the kolan and stuff like that so um, I'm kind of disappointed that there was never like a franchise made out of this this movie because it seems like it's like, ripe for it. It's ripe for it. Exactly. Yeah, I completely
0: agree with you. Like all my criticisms of this movie, it's because of its age and and when it was made. It's not about the story itself. I think this of all the movies out there that need or could use a good fresh reboot oh, yeah. soft reboot, I would say it'd be better off to like do a soft reboot where you you keep the original as it is. And you just build off of that. You so, don't re- don't replace the so original. A
3: sequel, not a.
0: Yeah, more like a sequel, but I wouldn't. You could you could do it. You could do some stuff with it. Yeah, you could Lost World it.
3: The sense. Tron, yeah. I mean the Tron sequel, I don't think people liked it very much. Legacy? I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. And I think you could do very much something similar where, yeah, yeah the original Tron is it, it is garbage. It is, it is, <laughs> it's it is, a it's a tough chew. It's a tough one. It, it's hard to watch. Yeah. You could
2: do a spin-off series but, about the, the centauris of the universe going yeah, out and kidnapping people and setting them a, up for the, yeah, the Starfighter League.
0: A different arcade game somewhere else. Like like you said, you find it all dusted off in an old casino somewhere in Vegas, you plug it back in and all of a sudden, boom, here uh, you go.
3: Well, d- Dave had a good idea. I was talking about my, my, my roommate Dave, and we were watching. This and he was like, you know, what if the sequel? It was more like an MMO, and every kid huh. and every kid was just logging on, and you were controlling a drone in space. You just didn't know.
0: Oh, that's like ender Game,
3: kind of like Ender's Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of blending them together. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a fun idea. I mean, there's a lot of really fun ways you can make a sequel to this. And it, it's something about the director or the writer won't allow it or something, so they're waiting till he dies. Um, so we, we might have a little while away. Go
2: uh-huh. uh, go like a ready player one with it. Yeah,
3: very, yeah, very yeah, very ready player one would be a cool angle to
0: take yeah. on this. I always have a problem with those because they the main character seems so removed from the action that's actually happening that you kind of lose that. Like in yeah. this one Alex goes to space and it's, you're like you're along with and, him and, uh, and, right? and he
1: has like a, a normal reaction where he's like i don't want to go to war yeah (laughs) then when he finds out that like his family isn't safe on earth uh when when he returns to the trailer park because they're sending bounty hunters after him he's like okay i have to go and fight and by that point the uh, star league has been wiped out and so like he's literally the last starfighter and he's the last hope that earth and any of his family have to survive the colon invasion and so like uh, you you know structurally like this movie is actually like yeah quite sound yeah i completely agree it's
3: it's the hero's journey Mm -hmm. i mean it it fits in there almost exactly i mean there's literally Really, uh, yeah. every character of the hero's journey but, is here. But right? I
1: mean, if I was in his situation, I'd be like, I don't want to do this either. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to almost die. You know. Yeah.
2: So- and like the boot camp for that is just like, here's your uniform. Now here's your star
3: gunship. Mm. Hey,
0: he was he already trained. You know what? You know what? I wouldn't. <laughs> mind? He had a high score. I'll tell you what, what I wouldn't mind seeing is if um, if they do come up with some kind of a sequel somewhere. If along with the sequel they release like a special edition of this original where they go back and they update the graphics. Like, like a
3: Star Wars? It, Yeah. I was, I, they no, do a special edition. Now that would be something.
0: And I'm, st- I'm not talking about like changing any aspects of the no, actual movie. Just take the CGI, just update it. The CGI when they're in space and they're in the starfighter, yeah. just bump that up to 2022.
1: Can, can we also just mention the score really quick? Like I had forgotten like how good the score for this movie is.
3: When the, when the theme song started playing, I knew every word in my head. I'm <laughs> Not the words, but I knew the melody and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, what's that one song? Oh, she has to
1: star It's the last starfighter song. Do you know who
0: made it? Is it have any legacy to it? Uh, I don't recall, okay.
1: but like it, it, it's such a, that song was burned into my head. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's such a comforting song. Cause like I hear it and I'm like, where have I heard the song before? I'm like, well, from the last starfighter <laughs> uh, but, but but like it's one of those things where it feels like like star trek and like all these other like science fiction movies were inspired by it so like it feels very familiar and uh, you know whenever they use it throughout the movie you're just like yeah i like that song you get
3: galaxy quest vibes all the way through this yes! movie. all yeah. the
4: way all, oh, the, way yeah. it, oh, all yeah. the way through it all the way through
0: yeah it's a little bit self-aware enough to be like I don't know where Fucking I was going. Fucking Will Wheaton. Sometimes, yeah, Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I start sentences and I don't know where they're going. Um, ton of fun. Let's do final thoughts, Tom. Uh,
3: it is a gem from my childhood. I mean, honestly, this, is, this was one of those movies as a kid that I've seen like a thousand times. Like this one, uh, The Wizard is another one I've seen like a thousand times.
0: What would you Great. rate it? What, what would it? you rate it? Give it a rating.
3: uh yeah no it's a great movie i mean it's if you watch it now just i mean we can i can beat this movie up endlessly i mean it's not well written uh it's not well acted the cgi does not hold up the story doesn't really even add up uh the whole thing's a mess but you know what um it's a kid's movie it's fun uh it's from my childhood uh it it's what every time i've spent over a hundred hours playing a video game i'm like you know what Someone should recruit me to do this (laughs) because I'm going to save the goddamn universe any second now. Um, But it's fun. I mean, it it doesn't hold up at all. It's a it's a mess, but it's fun. Um, I would love to see it remade. I would love to see a sequel. I would love anything to come out of this movie. I would love a good video game to come out of this movie. Just, mm. just anything because it harkens back to just my child. I love the original Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> it's not my fault. I, I loved He-Man. That shit came out good enough for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and this is along those same lines. This is good enough for me. It was really fun. As, as a kid, I loved it. I have really fond memories. Kadish ain't wrong. The The theme song to this movie, when I heard it, i just knew the song because i've seen this movie so many times it's really fun it's terrifying for for no good reason like twice uh it's funny for no good reason
0: um, <laughs> just the scene right here just reminded me of the staff of power that Look, has this is how you know he's a joke absolutely <laughs> no meaning yeah. whatsoever it's just a sharp no. shiny thing that he holds and these guys hate him They're like, oh yeah they hate him they hate him and that that little eye patch thing does nothing it's awesome it just flips on and I, he just says something important.
3: I think it was from Nintendo also. I think it was the, 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 the blaster helmet. It was the, the same it thing. You don't remember the helmet you could wear? Kind of, vaguely, yeah. yeah. Super Nintendo had one. And That's it, interesting. It was definitely did before you, that. Did you give it a rating?
0: I, I can't. Oh, yes, you can. Come on. It's the rules, man. Just make it up. This movie's not good. It's a three. You gave Wizard like a ten out, out of five. Wizard's really good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> This has nothing in it. A, the, the, nobody's career is in this movie. No, nobody goes on to do anything except the comic Girl. And no one saw that movie either, June. Um, I saw it, but I've seen everything. I've seen Samurai Cop. Not everybody's seen that. Uh, it's a three. Um, if we're talking about pure nostalgia, it's a five. You know what I mean? It, 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 it is one of those movies from my job. Look, the G.I. Joe movie probably sucks. And I liked that a lot, too, when I was a kid. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's good um this is one of those this movies terrible but it's so awesome and so much of my childhood is wrapped up in it I, it's really hard for me to say it's terrible okay it's great because it takes me back to being a kid it really does um and just loving it because it is a kid's movie um and it's fun have your kids watch it uh watch it with them they'd love it um don't read too deep into it <laughs> okay jude final thoughts give it read.
2: yeah um so based on only nostalgia, this would be five stars. Yeah. However, um, the CGI does not hold up, um, but it's so much fun and it's just like quintessential like eighties movie. And this is like one of those movies that I think of about like like when you think of eighties movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I never realized until watching it for this show how bad the aliens looked. It just never even occurred to me. It was just the last Starfighter. Yeah. And I love this movie. I can watch this again. Um, this is four stars four wow. four gun stars for me
1: holy shit okay cool kiddish so th- this was a very important movie to me growing up um it's a big part of my childhood uh it's influenced uh you know my main book series and all this other stuff i love this movie i could watch this movie a thousand times and never get tired of it despite its many flaws <laughs> like, like tom pointed <laughs> out. um but you know i'm going to have to go with like just my emotional uh, rating for this and give it like a five star because like, it's just such a, such a wonderful uh, movie to me personally that I can't, I can't give it anything less than a five. No. Oh, crap. Your
3: childhood just got you by the ball. <laughs> <laughs> not well, a ch- well, well, You're not wrong. It's really hard to say I, that it's not a good
1: movie. I, I it's mean, really hard to say it. This, it really this movie is. really formed my kind of like, Oh yeah. my, my concept of what it means to have like a science fiction movie, you know, like, like, you yeah. know, taking like a, a normal underdog kid and thrusting him into this intergalactic adventure and stuff like that. Like the, this is a very like, kind of important movie to a lot of people. And, you know, just to me, like growing up on it, watching it as many times as I have, yeah, it's got flaws, but overall, like it's, it's basically the template for what I think makes like a really good science fiction adventure. So I'm fairly
0: immune to the 80s nostalgia bit that you, cause it's not part of my childhood. I mean, I, I watched it when I was a kid and I remember liking it, but watching it now, like you said, the flaws are there. It's dated. It doesn't hold up. The story is kind of goofy. I think the first half is really good. I really enjoy the first half when they actually get out there and get into battle and it just kind of falls off the rails a little bit. Um, It's a great movie. I would love to see another version of this out there with a reboot with either a reboot or a sequel or literally anything because I think it's it's perfect for it. This is the perfect movie To recreate. It's got everything you need. Polish it up. Everything you need to Yeah. yeah. Polish it up a little bit. Give it a modern spin. And get a good writer and a good director. And some really good visual effects. And put it back out there. It would freaking do gangbusters.
2: DeLorean that turns into a spaceship.
0: Hell yeah. Can you imagine the Christopher Nolan version of this? oh
3: gritty and realistic <laughs> everything
0: and then they have like Bwah. yeah, yeah. You, you,
3: you them, they take the original theme song and stretch it out to seven hours and yeah. it, just, it just plays in the background the whole time you know what
2: i even like the trailer park in this because it's like not every time you see a trailer park in a movie it's always like some dirty trashy like meth. Head yeah place. yeah but this is just like a hippie trailer park that they all just are like a community no, they're just people that yeah. live in trailers yeah, yeah it's
0: it's not like it's not meant as like a um yeah, but they have sweet old Granny. It's like yeah. an extended. Oh, dude, when area. she shows up at the end with a freaking shotgun, ready to blow some people's heads granny off. got a shotgun. Like, yeah. Go Granny. Hey, they uh-huh. said roll out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> granny knew what the old lady neighbor is named Elvira. Yeah. <laughs>
0: granny
2: understood the assignment. There's so
0: much to love about this movie. Uh, I just wish it had aged a little bit better. I'm gonna say it's probably a solid two and a half star movie. Um, if I'm not talking about nostalgia, I know this is, you like, have to remove the nostalgia, pluck the nostalgia out of it. It's a two and a half star movie. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. It's got good heart, but it hasn't aged well. And it mm-hmm. kind of falls apart at the end. <laughs> um, I, I would highly suggest going and checking it out. Yeah. And, and I'm looking forward to, I really hope that somebody makes something new out of this at some point in time, like take this either build off of it or just give it a solid, really respectful, good new treatment.
3: Wouldn't that be something? That'd be amazing.
0: I'd be, I'd be over the head over heels. Because the
3: movie, it is, for what it is, it's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It just isn't good. <laughs> That's <head>. all. <laughs> it, but, it's, but it's got everything. k like, Shane wrong. It, it is the archetypal story mm-hmm. of the kid from nowhere who went on to save the world. And we all like that story. Everyone likes that story. Star Wars was built on that story. There, there's books on that story. And it, it, here it is. It, it's very right in front of your face. Yep. It is fun. It's a good adventure. It just doesn't hold up
0: okay all right guys that's it for our review of the last starfighter thanks for joining us real quick before we get out of here jude where can they find you on the socials
2: you can find me at i am jude juju on instagram and on tiktok
1: all right cool and matthew kadish where can they find you at? bud you can find me at matthew kadish k-a-d-i-s-h on twitter kadishbooks.com takes you to my amazon page and don't forget to go to saltynerd.com forward slash rate, R-A-T-E. That'll take you to Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a five-star rating because we're trying to get 200 of those suckers in order to get accredited by Rotten Tomatoes as actual movie reviewers. We need 200 five-star ratings. So if you want to support the show, go and do that and uh, really help us out. All right. And Big T, where can they
0: find you at, bud?
3: Uh, if you really want to reach out, uh, I'm on Instagram, Big T2681. I'm not too active on there, but if you send me a message, I'll say hey.
0: Okay, cool. And guys, if uh, you want to head over to saltingerdiscord.com, join our community. It's a great place to be. And don't forget, we have a limited time, limited time, t-shirt available right now. It says global dynamics. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Head over to saltynerdstore.com and pick that up uh, before it goes away. It's part of our Eureka month we're doing for March. It'll be available for a little while, but then it's going to go away forever. So grab it while you can. And uh, as always, thank you guys so much for joining us every single week. We will catch you next week. And uh, on the S&P Weekly, which I believe we're talking about Mad Max. Oh, it's Mad Max Uh, week, guys. We're talking Thunderdome. Gotta love Mad Max. Catch us next week, guys. We'll see you there. Stay salty, my friends.